This episode is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99. That's $4.99 a month. Try it for free for 30 days and get a free 10-pound scale when you visit pb.com slash TMS. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, stockpiled french fries under the car seat. Listen up, you miserable little bunch of pissmeyers. There's some Kim sauce on it. Gidget is the Mandalorian. Ricardo Montalcan. Wendy with an eye, like a hooker or a stripper or like a Barbie. <laughs> or a black person or a white person. <laughs> <laughs> Manitoba, the brass section of Canada. Never trust the yogurt soda. Echo leader, we've got a thing with the deal. Mountainous bust. It's not a potato drop. May a, uh, may a disease. <laughs> may a disease commonly associated with potatoes be upon you. Eating chives in the rock garden. Therapy Thursday and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. You said she was a pissmire. Well, she is a pissmire. She's the biggest pissmire I know. What's a pissmire? Shut up! The Morning Stream. Bastards are turning back. This is the morning stream. I don't know what a pissmeyer is either. Chat room's uh, discussing either. it. Yeah. I don't know what it means. Some old timey freaking hey, it's, it's the 1800s. Meyer, right? Hey, you're such a pissmeyer. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm gonna see if because uh, there's so many different. Uh, oh, a small black ant. That's it. A pissmeyer. Yep, a pissmire. Oh, I thought it was like a mire made of urine or something. Sure, I would think so too. Let me look up the. Uh, here we go. Like pissmire, like uh, like like in the frostmire, but the pissmire. Yeah, the pissmire. <laughs> okay, here's a pronunciation on dictionary.com. Pissmire. Okay, well, it's just what we thought. I don't think we had any question about the pronunciation. No, it says an ant. You're correct. It is an ant. Although origin of pissmire is 1350 to 1400 A.D. Uh, Middle English pissmire, equivalent to piss to urinate plus obsolete mire ant, uh, perhaps less than Scandinavian compared uh, Danish mire. Blah blah blah. blah. So there's a bunch of oh. So it's so it's the it's the origination of the term piss ant. Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the, it's a pejorative name from stench of formic acid proper to ants. It says. Hmm. Wow. All right. Pissmire. All right, so the house. Oh no! Call the call the exterminator. Why? We're the house is full of pissmires. Yeah, or uh, you know, in, in in colloquial or not uh, colloquial terms, but in uh, military terms. Listen up, y'all, little bunch of pissmires. Yeah. I want you to get out there and give it your all. Give See? me twenty. Yeah, instead of ants, he could go two right. two right. syllables and uh, pissmire. Ma- <laughs> Uh, oh, hi, everybody. Hi, we're here. It's uh, Thursday, December 5th, 2019. <laughs> it's the morning stream. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Ibbett, and we're here to do a show, Brian. What I'd really like to know is, do Pissmeyers have brains? No. Actually, they do, but they're heard, super simple, right? Do you have that link? You play, play that. You, we haven't heard her in a long time. I feel like I, I'm, in, I'm in a nostalgic mood for uh, the do dogs have brains All right. uh, girl. You are barking up the right tree, because I happen huh. to have... Dogs. Pun intended and appreciated. Indeed. Uh, let's see. You got to find it though. Just take me just oh, a moment. Okay. Here we go. We're okay. Hear five dog referenced uh, clips before we hear the right one. Here it is. I, I predict think. five. Do dogs have brains? Because I like seriously wanted to know. I wonder what she's up to. You think she's still just rocking the YouTube? 
and making it happen. Yeah, I mean, unless there's a Mensa conference going on right now, probably, probably mm. on YouTube. Yeah, probably. You know, she might be busy working on her next TED talk, but probably on YouTube. Be, yeah. <laughs> but uh, she had. I remember the video of that thing is her talking about dogs and brains, but also the camera was way up here, so that yeah. you could get a view her, of her mountainous and the, breasts. And her top, uh, her her top was cut to way down there. Yeah. Oh yeah. There, it was yeah. possible that a, a couple hundred Pissmeyers could hide and hide in that. Uh, <laughs> that oh, well played. Nice yeah. callback. See, callback, immediate callback. We call that. Not much of a deep cut. Anyway, I don't remember her name, but somebody out there want to find her? Let us know how that yeah. goes. That'd be great. What's she up to? Because you know she's got a camera <laughs> poised way up high. <laughs> Like how I've turned Adam Curry into, into Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, good job. The creator of RSS feeds and podcasting. Nice job. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, invented everything. What and happened I think to, he invented MTV too, didn't he? Do we never we never do hear from that other dude anymore? I mean, the the other guy that no, claimed uh, to invent Weiner, uh, Dave Weiner. Dave Weiner. What's he? Dave? Is it? Dave I mean, Weiner? he was the the uh, you know uh, Adam Curry had the need, but uh, Dave Weiner performed the deed. <laughs> Oh, there he is. Born in 55 in Queens, USA. Uh, he's still here. All right. I just You just don't hear from him anymore. It used to be he'd show up on some podcasts and talk about some stuff. Oh, he's on Twitter. Let's yeah. see. This is some old school like podcast deep cut you know here. What, it's important for the it's important for the people to know where we come from, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Y'all should know where we where we come from. You should know where we stand. Oh, he he tweeted not not but 3 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. He's uh, does oh. Adam Curry have brains? Because I seriously like really wanted to know. You know what it is? It's just all political now. He's he yeah. doesn't like Trump much. Talking a bunch of Trump smack. Uh, making fun of Rudy Giuliani's eyes. All right, we got that going. <laughs> well, I don't like his eyes either. If that helps. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. Well, oh my God, what did this uh, Trisha Paytas, by the way, is uh the self-proclaimed american media personality that asked the question about do dogs have brains um you found her yeah somebody in the chat room found her actually <laughs> rusty nails 102 founder holy crap you guys are amazing okay she's had some unflattering work done i think <laughs> oh no what territory are we in now i want to see now i have to see because you said that uh, so what's the link give me a link here where well, i don't see yeah it. all right oh uh okay let's see she's been criticized for coming out as transgender why is she not transgender oh okay guys serious debate topical question we have going on we had a big twist. okay this is back in the day so i gotta yeah. look at early okay, okay. this was back yeah. 2013 so we gotta go back here's uh and here's a link um uh, oh Okay, she's she's getting criticism for coming out as transgender because she's attracted to gay men. Is is uh <laughs> That doesn't seem like uh Okay, I, I, I you know I'm what let's have to, a, hold on, I'm trying to I'm really trying trying to parse this out. Let's uh, have a let's have a let's have an educational moment here. I don't think that qualifies. No. No. She, I don't think uh, that's how that works, right? Like that's, that's not, not one of the tracks. Yeah, that's not quite how that works. So her latest video, as of October eighth, two thousand nineteen, so for uh, fairly recent, she uh, says she is transgender in her latest video. Mm -hmm. uh, she identifies. She says she identifies as a gay man because she is attracted to other gay men and loves glam and uh, quote loves glam and voluptuousness. Well, that I gathered from her dogs have brains business. But I'll tell yes. you this, 
I think she's probably just saying it to stir up dirt. That's what I think. Yeah, I think. With her 5 million subscribers. Paytas, uh, who is infamous for her trolling videos and emotional outbursts, started trending blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, here she is. Let's hear what she has to say. It is oh, time for a sex toy review haul, and this is by far my favorite that I have done, reviewed, worn. I have cozy lingerie, cozy like sleep sets. Like Not everything's like super... I mean, well, she's reviewing sex toys. She, no thanks. Could she... I, could she maybe, you know, uh, use some of her uh, her money that she's made? I don't know how much money she's made on maybe a microphone. Probably a lot. So she doesn't have to use the room mic from her webcam. That's the funny thing is she, if you've That's got 4.5 million uh, subscribers, I guarantee she's making a much better than living wage. So I don't know why she's using like an iPhone uh, yeah. mic or a phone yeah. mic or something. It's terrible. Uh, it's well, anyway, horrible. so yeah. she needs to knock it off. That's lame. That's a dumb thing. But then again, <sighs> hey, do it for the gram. Do it for the likes. Do it for the upvotes. Do it for the, the smash and the subscribe. All right. Yo, it's your boy. Do all that. So uh, question number one, um, is she on Cameo? And if so, oh, Lord. how much does she claim? All right. Or how much does she? Uh, I'm going to say. I think, there's, there's, I think there's very little doubt that she's going to be on. Yeah, she's absolutely on uh, on, on uh Cameo. cameo. How right. much does Trisha Paytas charge? All right, I'm gonna we're gonna start trivia early with this question. Here we go. I'm gonna say she charges uh, somewhere in the somewhere in the neighborhood of two hundred dollars. Uh, very good, two fifty. Well done. I'm good at these for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I was getting. Yeah. I did those good. Uh, uh, I did the before. Oh, it says she has a video supporting Trump in 2016. Then she deleted it. And now claims she has never voted. Yeah, it's doing it for the it's doing it for the likes, man. That's all she's doing. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Let her be who she is. I guess I don't know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, Good I'm gonna on. save this call for the end of the show because I'm gonna pull in uh, Gidget now. Okay. Okay. Uh, pull gonna, in the Gidge. Yeah, we're gonna get the Gidge in here. Uh, we got science fiction to talk about. Hold on a second. Mm -hmm. Why isn't that working? There she is. The Von LaRue herself enters the business, the building. The sigh to the Phi. Yeah. That's what I call it. It's how I say it. Uh, we got to play a little intro, though, for her, which is this right here. Trivial there Things. She is. It's Trivial Things with Gidget Von LaRue, all the way from down under. That's Australia. To all of you people who don't know what that is, I don't know how many people there would be that wouldn't know what that is. But anyway, Gidget, you're on the show. Hi and welcome. Hi. Hello. Hello. So good to see you. Oh, my gosh. Brian's wearing glasses. I love this. It's been too long. I am. I'm just wearing these are my gunners. I like them. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna say. First of all, I am the Mandalorian. Oh, oh see, there we go. Now, uh, so we know she may not be Lucy, but she is the Mandalorian. I am That's the Mandalorian. Right. Yeah. So that, that 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 we can sort that shit out straight away. Yeah, I just, um, I'm, I'm playing your theme music here. Can you hear that? It's like, ooh, listen, ooh, it's the Mandalorian. Uh, <laughs> you like that stuff down there? Yeah, you guys are into it. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I, 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 I like the solo movie, mm -hmm. but uh, uh, everything before that, I, I kind of, and I'm a huge Star Wars person. Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, love, yeah. love, mm -hmm. love, love, love. Yeah, uh, sure. grew up with them, but then I just started to lose faith in them, and then. The, the, the Mandalorian came along, and I'm like, this is exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. This is feeding me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. this, yeah. This is this is great. And, you know, Baby Yoda is also me, so. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. This is explaining a lot about the lore uh, behind uh, mm -hmm. the whole thing. He's a, yes. cute, he's a cute little guy. 
Well, I'm uh, I'm feeling good about our chances today with the uh, trivia you're about to present to us. I'm, I'm feeling good with Scott's chances, really. I, I think the Scott's the horse to back in an '80s sci-fi. Oh, you think so? All right. I'm gonna I will do my best, but uh, I'm I'm gonna try real hard. So I should make I should do a little preface here. Once a month, we have uh, Gidget come on as a regular thing now. Once a month, every Thursday, like final Thursday of the month or whenever we can get it in. And uh, because of the holiday, I got a little weird this time, so we're doing a little late. But uh, we're uh, we do this little trivia thing, and it's fun, and we like it. So, Gidget, take it away. Uh, tell us the topics and how we're going to do this. Let's go. Okie dokie. Okay, this is uh, <laughs> this is eighties movie science fiction. Ooh. Okay. So Ooh. I did horror last time. This is science fiction. Okay. Uh, I, I need to give a shout out straight away to uh, Jamie Brand at the TMS mashups. Mm-hmm. He's been in contact with me to do some devious things. Mm. Oh, um, I like that. <laughs> I guess. And <laughs> and a big sh- a big shout out to In Search of Tomorrow as well, which is the new doco from the guys that made In Search of Darkness. Oh, uh, so cool. they they helped me with some of the questions as well. So all right. Uh, cool. All right, who wants to go first? Uh, they're, they're hooking us up with a copy of the doc, aren't they? The oh, doco, as you call it. Yeah, the did you doco? get them? No. no. Really? Copy of the, the doco. No, no, no doco. Not yet. Should we roll for who oh, starts I'm first, Brian, start, by I'm the way? That out. Oh, sure. Do you have, have a... a two, and she needs to get that as well. I have a way to do oh, this, yeah. Brian. Let me bring up my dice All roller. Right. And okay. let's do a D20, actually. And I am officially right now hiding the chat room, so... So am I. Chat, chat room's room. out, of, out of view, out of sight. All right, I'm going to roll a D20, and I'm going to say it's somewhere near 11. You tell me where you want to be. And we'll see where it's closest. Okay. Uh, All right. Hold, hold on. on, hold on. We're figuring out who goes first. Uh, so I'll say... <laughs> yeah, okay. What do you mean, somewhere near 11? What are you talking about, somewhere near 11? I'm, lo- I'm <laughs> rolling... So I'm rolling a D20... A uh-huh. Twenty-sided dice. I'm, I say it's going to be closer to eleven. Oh, what do you think it'll be closer? okay. Your your pick is eleven. Yeah, I'm you're basically say, picking uh, a number between one and twenty. I'll say ten. Ten. All right, here we go. Oh my gosh, you're all going to think I lied. I can is show you the screen. I literally rolled eleven. <laughs> okay, here, it's fine. I, oh, there's not a real be- uh, benefit to this <laughs> first. So does it? Oh, totally second does roll was a twelve. Just because I wanted wow. to see it, just like all the numbers are working for me today. Here, Brian, look at this. I can't believe it. I have to. Show I believe this. you. I believe you. No, I know it's I not won't be able to see it. They might uh... be working for you, Scott. Oh, I they can see. Might. There it is. Yeah. Choose your dice. Is that crazy? Is. I believe you. Know, I trust you. Insane. All right. Anyway, Gidget, it's on you now to see. Oh, I'm first, I guess. So let's do this. Yeah, you are. <laughs> all right, dude. Number one. What is the name of the company that is responsible for creating the replicants? In 1982's Blade Runner. Oh, geez. The company? And it can go to Brian and it can go the other oh, way if steals? one can't get it. Yeah, you can do steals. Uh. Uh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, something with a T. Tryon. 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 Try Say that. Say that. No, that means it's wrong. <laughs> should say that one. <laughs> Brian, you're Tycho, Tycho, Tycho. No, Tycho's Ty- the trains. Tyco. Don't say, say Tycho. Tycho, Boatini. Um, tri- Trico, Trico, Tritarial, Tyrell. 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 He's going to work his way into it. Damn it. Tyrell. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Tyrell. 
I got there because of Diablo Diablo's own Tyrael. It got me there. All right. Yeah, no, you worked you worked in, you worked your way into it. It was it was like from like beanbag to Tyrell, so you did really well. Do I am I allowed to do that to to work it of out in my head? Yeah, okay. of course. Yeah, yeah, There's no rules. Rules are this boring. Isn't, uh, right. Jeopardy rules where like yeah, exactly. Uh, right. I'm sorry, you have taken too much time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm uh, I'm keeping score, but also someone in the chat just so that we are accurate. Someone in the chat keeps score. I'll keep score. Cool. All right, so that's cool. one for you. Yeah. Okay, Brian. Yes. Bri Bri. Number two, which replicant believes they are the only human in Blade Runner? Oh, uh, that is Sean Young's character, and her name is Rachel. Yes. Oh, very nice. Yes. You would have probably, I would have, I mean, if it were me, I'd give it to you just because you said her character, but. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice job. Also, I forgot. I also forgot right, she was the only one. Sorry. Also, that shit crazy. Yeah. from all uh, from all accounts. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I heard an, uh, I heard um, a couple of British guys interview her on a po- one of their podcasts, mm-hmm. and they were the crazy ones, not her. She seemed mm-hmm. really quite. Maybe she's chilled out now and very agreeable. She's chilled she's out just now. Has uh, she? She's yeah. Just a bit. Um. You know. Back in the day, well, she was, was stalkery. It was the whole Catwoman and James Woods thing that. Uh, right, but you yeah. know what's funny is now that now that we know certain things about James Woods, I'm starting to wonder yeah. if it wasn't more him than her. So you yeah, know what? exactly. There, you, might, you know, there there might be something there for yeah, sure. He's kind of a butt. yeah. She she just seems a bit wacky, but goofy. But she, God, she was beautiful. Oh, she, she was. was so beautiful. Okay, number three. This goes back to Scott. Okay. And Brian, you can hop in if you feel. And there's a couple of multi-optional uh, choices as well. Okay. All right. What are the various houses fighting over in the movie Dune? Oh, the uh, spice. Control mm-hmm. of the spice trade. Correct. Oh, nice. Okay. That seemed too, <laughs> seemed too easy. The spice must flow. <laughs> like, okay, well, he's got oh, this one. Don't All get right. comfortable. All right. The spice must flow. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, don't get comfortable. All right. Brian. They're fighting over you- a young Alicia Witt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am really sorry for this question, Brian. Oh, God. All right. Uh, hit me. Hit me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, what is Khan's full name in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan? Oh. Um, we know this. We do know this. Um, I know it. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, I bet you do. Uh, 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 Ricardo Montalcan <laughs> is his full full name in Star Trek. Ricardo Montalcan. It is Khan Noonien Singh. Khan Noonien Singh is correct. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Ding. Well done. You got that. All right. Big breasts on that guy too. All right. All right, Scott. It's back to you again. Okay. And and Brian, you can you can come in at yeah, any time. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right. What is Kevin Flynn, Jeff Bridges' job in Tron 1992? Is he oh. A, a computer salesman, uh-huh. B, a software engineer, uh-huh. C, a graphic artist, or D, a motorbike mechanic? Uh, software engineer, whichever letter that was. Correct. He also owned yeah. Flynn's Arcade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we, we would have also accepted uh, arcade owner. <laughs> I, I knew this was your element, guys. I knew the horror yeah. thing there, but yeah. I knew like science fiction, this is going to be a thing. Okay, so I think it's, it's uh, Brian. Yeah, it's Brian's next. turn. Yep. 
Oh, Brian, I'm sorry. Oh, no! <laughs> this is one of the why did I pick eleven? <laughs> I asked him all these, and he knew every question apart from this oh, one. Really? Okay. Oh God! Yeah. Apart from this one, oh, I'm crying. Yeah, apart from all this right. one. Yeah. All right. all right. So it's a multiple choice. Okay, well, that helps. What date does Marty travel back to in Back to the Future? Is it okay. A. July the fourth, nineteen fifty-five? Nope. October thirty-first, nineteen fifty-eight? Nope. November the fifth, nineteen fifty-five? Or March the twelfth, nineteen fifty. November fifth, nineteen or no, November fifth, nineteen fifty-five. Damn, dude, you are good. Yeah, that was yeah. good. You are good. Well done. <laughs> right, well, I knew it wasn't way. a holiday. I knew it was in November, and I knew it was nineteen fifty-five. So, <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Uh, I, I feel like I should be wearing glasses. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, that would fit in. Where are my glasses? Because we're all You're wearing, wearing beer glasses. Today. How's that? Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, wearing, I'm wearing wine glasses. Hang wine on. glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wine glass Pause versus for the cause. beer goggles. Okay. All right. All right, number seven, Scott. Yeah. All right, another multiple choice. Got it. What is the name of Sarah Connor's roommate in the 1984 movie The Terminator? Is it Marianne, Buffy, Kitty, or Ginger? Oh, my gosh. Hmm. Marianne and Ginger are on your list. And Buffy and Kitty. Um, I'll guess. I think probably given when that thing was made, the name Ginger probably is the most common. So I'd say Ginger. Correct. What? Shut up. Wow. Really? Yes. That's a total wow. guess. I was a complete yes. guess, dude. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. I guess you did bloody I, well, mate. You did bloody check, well. Somebody check his well sleeves. He's got a hundred percent guessed it. I should standing or uh, Syrian or uh, Lexing or something. <laughs> <laughs> something about it sounded right. I don't know. That was weird. I did not expect to get that. All right. Because she says it, and that was the thing. She says it. She like phones her from the club, and she's like, "Ginger, are you there?" So it's hmm. one of those things that goes into your head. Yeah, maybe so, that's it. Well Sub, it's a subliminal thing. I pulled it out. Maybe, because, yeah. yeah, I would not. If that would have gone to me, I don't know if I would have been able to guess Ginger, even with whatever three guesses were still left. I don't know if I would have pulled Ginger out on that one. Yeah. Wow, well done. Oh, well, well done. Well, Brian, don't get too cocky, because oh, the next no, question I've, is <laughs> I've been cocky right now. <laughs> next question is a multiple choice, and it's in right. 1986 Robocop. Murphy had a first name. What was it? Was it, it was Joe? <laughs> <laughs> was it Joe, Peter, Alex, or Bob? All right. Well, Peter's the the actor's name. I don't think it was uh, uh, Peter Murphy. Plus, that's the that's name a, of yeah. uh, that's, that's a the, singer in Bauhaus. And, yeah, uh, the Bauhaus Lord. singer. I love his solo stuff. He's so good. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. All yeah. right. Who's left besides what uh, you said, Joe? Okay. I'll, I'll go through them again. It's yeah, A, do. Joe, mm-hmm. Peter, mm-hmm. Alex, or Bob? <laughs> Bob. Oh, geez. Yeah, I'm thinking Alex Murphy. I'm going to say Alex. That's it. That is correct. Yeah, well okay, done. Good. good job. Brian, I was well for a, done. I was hoping for oh, a steal thanks. there. Yay. <laughs> All right, Scott, it's a na- another names uh, multiple choice for you. Okay. This, this one's a bit tougher. Right. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah? Okay, in Aliens, what was Newt's? Real name was it Rebecca Smith, Rebecca Johnston, Rebecca Jordan, or Rebecca Jones? Oh it was gosh. Sally Mander. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me that first one again? 
Okay, Rebecca Smith. Smith. Rebecca Johnston. Rebecca Jordan. Or Rebecca Jones. Oh my gosh. Uh, for some reason, Jordan jumps out. Rebecca Jordan. Correct. Oh, oh wow. Oh, oh, you guys are nailing ball. this. Wow. Holy smokers. I'm, I'm going to have to do, I'm you know, a... like uh, 80s romantic movies or something just to <laughs> <cheat you all. laughs> 80s romantic. I remember it was on yeah, like what? It was She had like a little ID badge thing that was by where she would sleep or something, right? Or, yeah, or... and she had a little medal as well in the, hmm. uh, the longer version of Aliens, which is the best one to watch, uh, which makes more sense. Yeah, she had a... A, a little medal that she'd won an award, and it shows her her name as Rebecca oh, Jordan. Okay, so, this reminds well me. Okay. This, this reminds right, me to right. go back. I need to go watch those freaking movies. I love alien yeah. movies. Oh my god, oh, they're so good. So aliens, good. alien, and aliens. I need to watch them. They're all time <laughs> classes. You know what? I actually like three. I'll stand up for three because three, with its problems, it absolutely has problems, especially the beginning, but. Uh, it's a space prison, and that's badass, and I love space prisons, so I kind of give it a pass. You, you know what? Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with Aliens 3. I know there was problems with Aliens 3, yeah. but I don't have a problem watching it because it's got Charles Dance in it. Oh, yeah, he's great. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah, he's But awesome. I was pissed off that they killed... Oh, no, you mean Charles Dutton? You mean Charles Dutton or Charles Dance? Charles Dutton. Charles Dance is hot. Wait, which one? Charles Dance. Tywin Lannister? Oh, he's in that... Oh, he is in yeah. that. He's the doctor guy, right? Yeah, right. right. And then right. Uh, Charles Dutton is the is the uh, inmate that turns that turns kind of good. And right. then uh, there. Uh, I, I just did. A, I just did. A, I'm getting all hot and steamy. It's Jessica, probably uh, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the only time Charles Dance has played a, a good character, right? Like, and not a yeah, not a jerk. That's true. He didn't get mm -hmm. shot on the toilet in that movie. He did not. Nope. No, right. he got eaten by an alien. That's right. Yeah. Okay, who's up? I forget. That's me this time. Okay, oh. so it's Brian. So yeah. number 10. All right, so I, I, I rounded this off. Usually I do 15, but I did 16 so that it's an even number. All oh, right, good. so okay. number number 10, what is the name? And this is another multiple choice. Mm -hmm. um, what is the name of the rebel, rebel base on Hoth in The Empire Strikes Back? Is it the Echo Base, the Gamma Base, the Alpha Base or the Delta Base? It's absolutely the Echo Base. Nice. Yeah, damn straight yeah, it is, yeah, dude. Good job. Nice job. Oh, I was you guys to get are that nailing one. this. Yeah, that, that one immediately sounded right as soon as you said mm -hmm. it, even though I. Because mm -hmm. that's their their call signs are uh, Echo uh, when they're doing the. Um, echo Leader, we've got a thing with the exactly. deal. Yep. <laughs> yeah, doing the, totally the snow that. speeders. Yep. yep. See, I need to go and get my glasses. I need to go and get my <laughs> my black rimmed I can, I can take mine off glasses. and then and then Scott will feel, uh, you know, like the odd man out. <laughs> oh, I like you look. I like seeing Brian's glasses. There's a good look to it. I think he. I think he. Yeah, because it's the same as yours. Yeah, I think if Brian if Brian mm. tossed contacts for good, it would be a, mm -hmm. a uptick in your look. It's a good look. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't mean you look Thanks. bad. Otherwise, I just mean it's a it's an it's like leveling up. It's like a new. It's an improvement on an already. Can you, can you send me some wine? I think I need to start drinking. Sure. Yes, you look better with glad. Ah, oh, better. Oh, thank you. Oh, there you go. Oh, that was good. There you go. Have a big sippy poos. <laughs> All right. Whose turn is it? Mine. Yummy. It's Scott's turn. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Scott's. So, all right. Number eleven. Yeah. All right, dude. 
What country are the men in the helicopter in the opening scene of The Thing from? Are they from Iceland, Finland, Denmark or Norway? Oh, wow. Uh, oh, geez. That's awfully specific. Um, I want to say it felt like there was a lot of borka borka going on, so I'm going to say... I don't know. I'm I don't gonna think say, Sweden was one of the choices, was it? Well, I, no. I think of I think, no. I think yeah. of Nor- Iceland, Finland, Denmark, and Norway. I'll say Norway. You are absolutely bloody correct, mate. Wow! Wow! I can't believe that one's right. Oh my gosh! You guys are killing it. You're killing it. <laughs> this is just I luck. That hard. was luck. This is no, the wild ass like- guess. Uh, episode here going on yeah that's not cool oh, that sorry, last one was not cool okay. all right go ahead brian it's brian's turn the fire right. up this is this is yeah, uh fire wow, up. this is getting exciting mm-hmm. okay Blaze number, up. number 12 brian <laughs> right this is just a single no multiple choice answer Okay. So if you don't get it, Scott can get it. Okay. Sure, sure. So name the actor originally cast as Marty McFly before Michael J. Oh. Fox got was, the role in Back to the Future. It was good old Eric Stoltz. Yep. It was. Yeah. Nice one. They even yes. have some stuff uh, with him filmed. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, Uh-oh. this is going to be a Actually, I thought they had most of it filmed, didn't they? Wasn't there a story they, that they like... Might ha- they might they have. They had some of it filmed. All the bar scene at the beginning with Biff. They had that filmed, and then the director just was not working well with Eric Stoltz. That's so a So he went on to make Mask. Yeah, Mask was cool though. Go, go play, go play Rocky Dennis. Yeah, uh, Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Rocky Dennis. Your mom is Cher. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a uh, Madonna. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> what was I doing? All right, what, what, Brian, what, hold on. What song oh, am I no, thinking of, Brian? So, but you just like the guy who who's been uh, getting every twenty five percent chance answer can't pull can't tell the difference between I be- uh, between believe and ray of light. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I screwed it up. Hold on, believe. I got to play it in my head. She says, believe in love after love. "Okay, I'm good now. I got it." Okay, good. Yeah. Thank God. One national nightmare is over. <laughs> Goofy guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my turn. Okay. Uh, Scott, number 13, yeah. what does Nada, the drifter, in 1988's They Live, use to detect the aliens and subliminal messages? Uh, his his sunglasses. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Chewing gum. Damn it. <laughs> Damn gum. it. Oh, dude, you're doing well. Yeah. You're not both doing well. Yeah. Oh, I'm, very, I'm very proud of you. I don't know. Yeah, you're doing well. <laughs> I, I There's a Scottish accent. It's almost like your Kentucky accent. Yeah, almost. It sounds oh, a little yeah. like that Lucy person. That Close. Yeah. yeah. I, can nearly, I can nearly do the Lucy accent, nearly. Uh-huh. Yeah, nearly. Nearly. Yeah, yeah yes. nearly. Get really close to it. Trust me, it's not me. Uh-huh. I, I know, promise I know. you it's not me. Okay. Scott, number 14. How about, how about I get uh, one? How about I get one? Because you had sunglasses. Oh, that sunglasses. was me. I got the last one. Yeah, it's yeah. Brian's turn. Oh, that's right. It's Brian. How about okay. me? How about me? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not ignoring you, baby. There's no way I'm ignoring you. Good. You're distracted good. by your smokes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at them going, oh, yeah, I'd like one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Brian, number 14. What was Arnold Schwarzenegger's character's name or nickname 
in the 1987 movie Predator. Oh, crap. Oh! That wasn't it. I think Scott's easily going to steal this one because I am completely... Uh, his name was his nickname uh, was Chopper. I know it's not Chopper. <laughs> no, it ain't Chopper, baby. No, take it, Scott. I have no idea. I can't pull this. His one name out. would be, and I love Predator One, so it's burned into my head. But his name is Dutch. Dutch, right? That is correct. Good job. Yeah, he. You know yeah, what reminds me of it too? I've been playing. I've been playing Red Dead Redemption, and he's. Uh, there's a character in there named Dutch, so it's always reminding me about Dutch. Anyway. That, that's a that's a huge steal. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. Yeah. We're, I'm up by according to my score, and I don't. I'm chat's not open, so I don't know how if this like matches three, theirs. Four, but I think. Four. I'm, I'm Some, up by someone four. Someone will be keeping. Someone will be okay. keeping score. I'm up by four uh, at the no, moment. Hang on. Um, PG uh, Scott is nine. Brian is five. That's about right. Nine to five. Another. Uh, nine to five. <laughs> Working <laughs> nine to five. Yeah, nine what five. A way to make make a what are you reading there, Scott? Are you reading the chat room there, Scott? No, I'm I see looking, you looking closely I'm at looking the at uh, mine. screen there. To, uh, to, I'm looking oh, at my yeah. notes here. Oh, are you, re- yes. are you reading there, Scott? Yes. Looks like you're reading something up more closely right there. <laughs> here, I'll show you. Look, here it is. <laughs> oh, I was looking dang. at that. Oh, okay, okay. It's going down. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure I'm counting right. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Whose turn is it? I, for, I forget. Oh, it's, it's uh, yours. Yeah, hang on, hang on. So, uh, Scott, I think you stole that from Brian. So the next question is for you, Scott. I did okay. Indeed. Yep. Okay. Oh, Brian, I'm so sorry for the 16. No, question. no, that's all right. I'm so sorry. I mean, it was up to you guys who went with went first. Um, who played Virgil or Bud Brigman in the 1989 movie The Abyss? Oh, Ed Harris. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Harris is awesome. He's, He's great. So he, awesome. Yeah, he is great. He breathed in water. Uh, later, he barfed it out again. Uh, at yep. one point, he uh, tried to resuscitate. What's her name? Mary Elizabeth uh, Mastro Antonio. Yeah, and she had a she had a yeah. there was a booby in that. She had a showed her booby in that scene. <laughs> yeah, she she walked off. Yep. She actually, if you watch the making of the Abyss. After that scene, that actress actually walked off and said, I'm never coming back again. And she's never, ever come back to do a reunion show or a oh, making really? of show. She's just like, I didn't know that. Is that true? I didn't know that either because she was upset about the topless scene. Well, Ed Harris is very method into his role and he really punched on her chest and he nearly broke her ribcage. And so she just went nuts. Screw this! I'm out of here. She walked off. She did come back professionally mm-hmm. to finish off the movie, but uh, that's why she was out of. She was a good actress, and she was out of it for a long time. She's come back now, but she she was just like, no, stuff this for a joke. I'm not putting up with this crap. Well, oh, all, by all accounts, uh, Ed Harris is a pretty nice guy. He probably felt pretty bad about that in retro. I'll bet he felt. Oh, I bet he sure. felt like Seems crap. Like, about yeah. It. yeah, except on oh, West, he, he West probably, he yeah, he like probably nice did. Guy. I think they all did. No one wants an actor to walk off set and go, yeah, stuff yeah. this movie. Yeah, oh, sure. man, don't trust that man in black. He's gonna break your rib cage. That's right. <laughs> gonna pop your sternum. All right. Yeah. All right. Give me, Brian. give me a, you know, give me a Dune spice level question for Pete's sake. <laughs> All right, Brian. This is your final question. All right. Oh, let's, is it worth? Is it worth six points? Because yes. I think that's my only hope. <laughs> it's only worth six points. If oh. Scott, if Scott put, puts me back on camera. Oh, sorry. You're back on camera. Go. <laughs> You're good. You're back now. 
It'll take a minute because it's a. It's, I, don't, I don't do all it's this delayed. shit for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> she does it for the views. That's right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, I did go to dinner tonight, so that's fair enough. Yeah. All right. Oh, so, nice. Brian, number yeah. 16, as. Oh, this is the hardest one of all. Oh, of as, course it as, is. <laughs> well, you both picked who goes yeah, first. Yeah, so yeah. It just seems Dr. like all the uh, even numbered questions are. Oh, Brian, I'm sorry about what I'm about to ask. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of do. Because I find you both sweet, I don't want you to answer wrong. Right. So. Yeah, we want us to. You want That's us right. to win. I understand that. You're a Listen, gracious. Listen, you know, host. you 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 uh, didn't have faith in me on that uh, Back to the Future date question, so uh, you know, maybe I'll exactly. surprise on this one too. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So Doctor Zarkov sure. receives receives his brain drain images from his memories. Mm-hmm. They appear on screen in Flash Gordon. Clytus, the metal face guy, right, exclaims. Now he showed promise. <laughs> to whom was he referring to? He was looking at a uh, a quick flash of Adolf Hitler, if I remember correctly. Correct. Yes. Yes. Nicely done. Yeah. Very. Yes. Good. I wouldn't. I was have got wondering that. if you're going to ask me which Beatles song uh, Hans Zarkov <laughs> remembered to kind of snap him out of his brain drain. I would not have gotten that one correct if if that's any consolation. There's oh, no really? way I knew oh, that. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't have known that. Okay. I, and I've even well, seen that. Right. Well, I saw we saw it for film sack, but I just don't remember yeah. that scene. Oh yeah, yeah. Well done, well Thank done. Well, th- well, that's it. That's it. Oh, so let's see what the big win is. So, all right, get, hopping back in the chat <laughs> to confirm. Let's quickly tally up those scores. <laughs> uh, one, two, three. Whoops, four, five, six, seven, ten, eight, six, nine, God, ten. It's ten six. It's ten six. Yeah, is it, are we sure? Okay, ten six. What do you guys say in the chat? <laughs> ten six. Okay, confirm. My numbers match theirs. Ten six. That means I think Brian still leads by one game, though. Right? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think we're probably tied. I think it's two and two. Oh, I thought you were still I think we've done four of these games, and I think uh, I did. Uh, yeah, I think it's about even. Yeah. Is it? I think we're two, two. Maybe someone in the chat. And, and, and what, do you, what do you guys think about, you know, sort of the end of December doing a Christmas movie quiz? Oh. Let's do it. Of any era, wow. not 80s. Yeah, that's right, fine. Right, right. Any- Era. Yeah, that's fine. We can uh, as long as uh, as long as, there, as there's a liberal dose of diehard questions in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you and s- elf. Yes, and elf. elf and Christmas vacation. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. You could say, "What yeah. does um, uh, what does what's her name do? What is what does what Uncle uh, Lewis try to tell his wife to do at the dinner table? <laughs> say the yes. blessing, the blessing, the blessing." <laughs> The blessing. I love that. I don't know why he does that with his fingers. That's weird. The blessing. Because <laughs> that's going to make her hear better is by pulling the words out of his mouth and pushing it towards her. You asked for it, you got it. And the cat okay. in the box. Yeah, I'll cat in the box. Very, very <laughs> yes. funny movie. That's actually our Christmas movie for the Retro Cinema. Cool. But, but I am uh, a co host of the Retro Cinema podcast. We only do 80s movies. Mm. Uh, and we've just released Staying Alive. Mm. Oh, oh, the sequel. The, That's uh, a bad Stallone, movie. The Frank Stallone directed, right? Is yeah. that right? Uh, no, Sylvester Stallone directed it. Sylvester Frank Stallone's Slender. got music in it. The Bee Gees That's have got music it in it. Yeah. Cynthia Rhodes is in it. Yeah. Um, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's we not need to, horrible. We need to watch it for film sake. It's so bad. It's great. Please watch it for film sake. It's not it good. It is so good. The songs are so good, but come and check us out at the Retro Cinema Podcast. You can find us. Just type us into Google. All yeah. right. 
We'll find you. Yeah, we're going to find you. Great show. Everybody should check it out. Well done, boys. You 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 did really well. Yeah, thank you very much. You you killed it as host once again. I cannot wait to see how we do next uh, time we do this. It's Gidget Von LaRue, everyone. Thanks very much. We'll see you later. <laughs> didn't mean to cut her Aww. off. I cut her off. I didn't mean to. Do I do. It's fun when we <laughs> get someone up in mid sentence, though. Yeah, it's a fun tradition here. Oh uh, yeah. On the morning stream. All right. As it turns out, we do have time for one news story, at least, maybe two. Well, we have time for we have time for the intro for the news. I don't know if we have time to read a story after I read all this. This is pretty long. Uh, <laughs> Doing this as a favor to a, a, a listener who's got a cool thing going. So we're going to talk about that in a second. But first, I'll play this. The news is brought to you by... We all know how hard it can be to shop for family and friends during this period of the early winter when several holidays occur, such as Christmas, New Year's Day, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa. This Yuletide season, you can make your shopping a breeze with unique, one-of-a-kind photography products from a fellow pa- frog panter. Visit roosterbeak.photography and enter code PULLAJohnson at checkout and receive 50% off your next order. Again, that's roosterbeak.photography and enter PULLAJohnson spaced out. I don't know if the capitals matter, but it's capital P and capital J, but you you put spaces in between the words. Mm -hmm. Put that in as your code at checkout. 50% 50% off your order. You can also visit him in Facebook and Instagram at Roosterbeak Photography and drop him a line. Thank you and happy Christmas time. Did you know there was a dot photography domain? I did not. Jeez. I'm surprised. I thought it would be like dot photo, right? Yeah. You'd think that they would just abbreviate to, to photo. That's what I would have thought. Oh, it's very You're nice. Going, have you gone to that site? Yeah, I'm Is looking it, now. It works? Yeah, it looks really good and it turned out great. Although it, it, it forwards to something, but the dot photography is a legit domain. Wow. Huh. Oh, these, this is yeah, very nice. Yeah, did not know. Oh, yeah, it does redirect you, but yeah, it does. It t- takes you to the right place. Yeah. Look at that. Really cool stuff, too. Yeah, it looks, it looks awesome. Anyway, go wow. check it out. One of ours. One of our own. Doing yeah. something cool. Uh, America is bracing. Bracing oh, no. people. Oh, no, Scott. Oh, no. Okay, all right. Yep, and you're like, what, Scott? Something about the impeachment hearings? Is it something about uh, the global warming <laughs> or the huge snowstorm? What is it? What is it? Right. What is it? What are we bracing for, Scott? Is it a war on Christmas? No. Is it a war on Thanksgiving? Oh, it's a war on Boxing Day. It's a war on fast food. No, no. Uh, they're brace- we're bracing for a possible French fry shortage after a very poor potato harvest. Idaho, we're looking at you. Yeah, no kidding. What happened? I like, what I like how... Boy, they're really trying to make Americans feel the sting. Not saying like, you know, oh no, it's a potato, uh, a potato, not famine, but like a potato drop. No, no, hit them where it hurts. Tell them it's French fries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's, like, it's, it's not, oh no, uh, you're not going to get your scalped potatoes, Americans. No, no, it's we know how Americans think. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> French fries. Now I can actually pull out my old dad joke I used to do when the kids were little. I would say... I'd say, oh, I wouldn't eat that potato or those mashed potatoes or those french fries. And they'd say, why? i go, oh, that potato had the blight, I'd say. Which is <laughs> a stupid joke because blight means lack of potatoes, right? It just means there aren't any. It means a famine. Well, and so, right, a blight, a famine. Yeah, so now I can do it again. I can say, oh, can, careful. Good. There's a, there's a, that's got, that potato right there has got the blight. That's the, um, uh, the good news is I've been stockpiling uh, french fries for uh, years in case this is going to happen. They're all under my driver's seat in my car. <laughs> I was going to but perfectly preserved, mind you. Perfectly preserved. Yeah. A nice stockpile. Thank yes. you. You really 
I mean, your neighbors and those who in need around you are really going to benefit from right. your. Uh, right. Oh yeah, I'm thinking about it. Maybe I'll put them on eBay. Yeah. See if I like when the when the potato shortage is at its peak, I'll uh, try and sell all the the French fries I've been stockpiling. Brian's a fry prepper. That's what we call him. Right. Uh, it says cool conditions started to hit growing re- uh, growing regions, meaning potato growing regions, in October, lashing potatoes with frost. Uh, farmers in Alberta and Idaho were able to dig up some damaged crops for storage, but growers in Manitoba, North Dakota, and Minnesota received snow and rain, forcing them to <laughs> is abandon. That the, is that in the brass section of Canada, the what, Manitoba? The Manitoba, what I say? Oh, it's supposed to be Manitoba, right? Not Manitoba. Manitoba yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like a good. I like a good uh, big uh, band. I like a band, and I like a Manitoba. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, as the wild weather hurts crops, an increase in fry processing capacity in Canada has boosted demand. The combination will lead to tight supplies and is likely that the potato prices could climb this year across North America. Stephen Nicholson, a senior grains and oil seeds analyst at Rabobank. That's a job. That's cool. Rabo, yeah, no kidding. He says in a phone interview, international costs may also rise in the U.S., um, but let's see, won't be able to export much, so we're not going to be able to send stuff overseas. Uh, let's see here. The United Potato Growers of Canada estimated 12,000 Manitoba acres, about 4,900 hectares, or 18% of the province's planted area, were left unharvested. Oh, my Lord. Oh, wow. That's a it's lot. A, of- I mean, it's almost 20%. That's like... Uh- that's huge. If you're the Irish, you start going, Now you see how we feel. This is why we came to your shit country in the first place. Exactly. Hold how you're going to be looking at us, aren't you? Yeah, you're looking over here now because we got plenty of potatoes. Back in the day, we had a blight of our own. Take that, America. See, if my if my Australian accent can be the gravelly angry guy, your <laughs> Irish accent can absolutely be the yelling uh, little Irish guy. It's the only way I know how to do it. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's just like he's always oh, all pissed off and freaking out. People are still talking about the uh, the blight joke. Blight blight is a disease. Oh, I thought blight meant Famine lack. Is a lack. I thought no, no, I no. thought blight was like the lack of potatoes. No, 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 no. Blight is something that could happen to the potato. You'll still get your potato, but it'll have the blight. To blight. Oh, so the joke isn't even a joke. It's just like a real statement. It's a real statement. Yeah. Okay, hold on. This is this is changing my whole life view. Sorry, sorry. But no. uh, you know, I hate to. Uh, uh, potato blight to, uh, identification and treatment for the potato blight. Oh my gosh! All this time, I this is like finding out the crocodile tears isn't what I thought it was. <laughs> Do you remember that crocodile tears? Or oh yeah, I, yeah, when he talked about that, like you thought they were just large tears. Yeah, or, no, they're fake I, tears. When I learned yeah. what raw dogging actually meant, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about yes. this on core last night. Yes. <laughs> Came up yesterday. Oh, too, but. Did you? But you learned. You, it was a while back. You. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We learned, learned on right here. Right. I think it was TMS where yes. the lesson was I taught. So. I think it was. I don't say we learned on here. <laughs> Some potatoes. Re- yeah, I gotta quit lumping you into this. Some <laughs> potatoes resist the blight better than others. Uh, but uh, you're right. Oh, I don't like yeah. it. Yeah, there's a picture of a potato with the blight. It ain't pretty. It looks like, uh, like uh, you know, World of Warcraft uh, blight when you know stuff turns green and decayed and wow oh, yeah and why didn't i think that the blight there would be any different because yeah. i know what the, right. uh, and when people say may a blight be upon you it doesn't mean may a lack of potatoes be upon you it's not what it means no. <laughs> no. may a, a disease commonly associated with potatoes be upon you yeah <laughs> potatoes infected with the blight are shrunken on the outside corky and rotted inside also stink and once smelt never forgotten 
So, says this article. Boy, that is a poetic thing to say. Yeah. Know. Once you smell it, you won't forget it. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, that's a thing. Dang. Yep. Uh, let's do that. Well, let's talk about chicken. Uh, in particular, okay. a teenager was rescued after being stuck in a Chick-fil-A high chair, thanks to uh, firefighters. Uh, <laughs> some a- some a-hole teenager got stuck. Right, in a he's chair. like, oh, but he can fit in that, ch- that high chair, and he does, and then he can't get out of it. Well, in so this case, it's a lady, it's a girl, but same problem. Oh, okay. Young and yeah. dumb. Uh, it wasn't the type of extraction call the Emmon Fire Department usually receives, but firefighters came to the rescue regardless and saved a teenage girl stuck in a restaurant high chair. It happened Tuesday around 9.30 p.m. at a Chick-fil-A in Ammon where uh, Addison Trent is her name, who turns 16 next week. Oh, she'll be behind the wheel of a car soon. Good Lord. Uh, was enjoying dinner with her friends. They ate their meal and then dared one of the young ladies to see whether or not she could fit in a high chair. Ammon Battleton Chief Jesse Williams told the local paper there. Uh, this is Idaho again. Oh, this is a nice little connection because they have the potato problem. Oh, see, well now, and and also well now we can start making uh, fries out of chicken. This is what uh, what Burger King has been trying to push us towards all along is uh, uh, is you know having chicken based fries That's instead right. of potato based fries. That's right. Have it your way, they would say to you. Uh, <laughs> she says uh, she accepted the dare and was able to get into the chair, but couldn't get back out. Uh, she was, or she, I'm sorry, she was with other high school students there at the Firth High School, dressed as cowboys after attending a basketball game against Tenton High School in Firth. They went to the Chick-fil-A. Anyway, she got stuck, couldn't get out. They pulled her arms. They tried to run and jump. Nothing worked. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, there's a video. So Pops and Recline posted the video of her stuck in the chair, and it's... Uh... I got to see this. It's as funny. Oh God! And she tries running with that thing, but how's that going to help? I, you know, that's my question. Let's see. Let's. I let's... mean, obviously, she got into that position. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> All the firefighters. Oh my gosh, dude! This is great. I mean, really, oh, what is she running you know, for? But, could she just use like a? Isn't there like a screw holding that bar in place that's kind of blocking across? I wonder if she ever panicked, because I would. Would you? Because yeah. you get a little claustrophobic, but it's not quite the same, right? You'd have yeah, to- no. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd get, I'd certainly panic if I was trapped in something like a, a, a vent and I couldn't get out of it. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, but uh, like something welcome like welcome to L.A. or come to L.A. Ha- we'll have a few laughs, kind of stuck in a exactly. Vent. Yeah. 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 I'm looking at this video. I mean, it's like she. Uh, whoops. There we go. I accidentally replayed it. Ugh, you don't want to do that. Um, Jeez, Louise. But uh, yeah, it doesn't look like it requires. I mean, like eight firefighters showed up to uh, get the sixteen-year-old out of a out of a high chair. I'm going to argue that's overcompensation for the need. There's too many firefighters there. Do you think it's like a let's let's teach her a lesson by having a bunch of us publicly embarrass her? Oh, uh, we hey. could we could just send Bill, but let's all go and really teach her a lesson. I don't exactly <laughs> disagree with that. Maybe that's the case. Uh, this yeah. video is now playing some Santa thing, so now I'm turning that off. All right. Well, that's going to be uh, all we have time for today in the news. We're going to take a break. When Wendy comes back, or when we come back, Wendy will be here. When Wendy comes back, so will we. <laughs> uh, very much well, looking we all, forward to let's, that. Let's just say we'll all be back when... Uh... <laughs> yeah, we'll all be here. Uh, so you should too, listeners and live watchers. Uh, before we do that, though, another song from Brian, and he brought it, so he'll play it. What is it? Sure. An album that is coming out tomorrow... Uh, from the band West Wind. This is the leadoff single. It's called River. These are uh, it's a 
funk and down tempo dance uh acoustic electronic combo anyway you know it's good stuff it's like it's got um uh boy who am i who was i thinking uh big data kind of feel to it if oh, you remember the band big data I from do. a couple years ago i like big data they were good um that's who this kind of reminds me of uh west wind is the band river is the single they're from australia aren't we all uh but here is the song river
Hey guys, let's talk about Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than it is right now with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just a click, send, and save for as low as $4.99 a month. That's $4.99 a month. It's crazy. Send envelopes, flats, and packages right from your desk, and you are back to business in no time. And for being a listener of TMS, that's the morning stream, you'll receive a free 30-day trial that you can get started with right away. And... To help you get started even further, a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you never overpay. Save time and money on mailing and shipping with SimPro Online. Again, starting at just $4.99 a month. Qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping. Calculate exact postage online and print from your PC or Mac. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access the special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SimPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Happy Thing Grumman. Happy Thankles. Happy Thing Garnish. Happy Thing Instagram. Happy Thing Gremmin. The butter sauce on my niblet's corn. The Morning Stream. The sugar and cream in your coffee. Oh. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Good song, I'm sure, was played. I listened to him after the show. Oh, it was great. It was a great song. Great yeah. song, Scott. I have no doubt that it was very good. <laughs> Although, for some reason, I don't have today's music. That's weird. Yeah, it's not. Oh, the, really? Have not I, did it not upload? Uh, not in there yet. I don't know I'm why. I'm showing. Yeah, my my stuff isn't turned off. It's in the TMS covers folder in the OneDrive. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. see it. Is my OneDrive off? I'll see if my OneDrive is off. It's either either way. We'll get it that way. See, oh, guys, that was an update. You uh, know, and you don't find out. There's like no message that comes up until you try to launch OneDrive, and it says to continue using OneDrive, you need to install an update. Well, why not? Like, lead with that. That's like, a bad when design. When I start my machine, or when I, uh, I agree. When I need the update, give me a message that yeah. says you need the update. That's a bad. That's bad design. Don't wait until I'm relying on it. Yeah. All right. Cool. You'll get that. You'll get that while we're talking to Wendy. And I have used. I've I've really liked OneDrive. Like it's been fine as a replacement mm -hmm. for Dropbox for me. No issues, been great. But that one little thing is super dumb. That's really don't. Dumb. Oh, uh, it's really annoying. Anyway, uh, all right, we're uh, what are we doing, Wendy? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I am woefully unprepared. Okay, there we go. Oh, you even had that whole song uh, to get prepared for this guy. I know, uh, but. <laughs> it was like a whole four minutes, and what did I do? Squandered it. That's as, right. As my mom might say. Squandered it talking about OneDrive. Yep, that's how I work. All right. Uh, hi, Wendy, you there? Uh, hi. Hi. Oh, my gosh, hi. it's Wendy, you guys. Here, listen to this. Something wrong, Batman? Has anybody seen Wendy? Barnacles in a wad. She's right here. She's on the show. She uh, is back from her fantastic Thanksgiving break that we also had last Thursday, and yeah. uh, I hope, I assume everything went well. How'd it go? It did. It was great. Yeah. We ate a lot and ate a lot. That's yeah. what we did. I, I definitely plateaued this week. I've been losing weight, but this week I stayed the same as last week. And I think that maybe because I had a lot of turkey and things, although turkey's yeah. not the fat stuff, but, you mm -hmm. know, I avoided, I never had a pie. I never had any Whoa. kind of, 
Never had any stuffing. Yeah, Tristan Tristan made sure that I only got one slice of the um, pumpkin cream pie with snickerdoodle crust that I made last week. Doesn't that sound good? Because I because I didn't so I cut the pie into fourths and then as we needed slices, I would cut one of those fourths into slices. Mm. And so we brought home the rest of the pie from uh, Thanksgiving, put it in the fridge, and Tristan consumed the last two fourths because he thought those were individual slices. Ah, I see. I see. That sounds yes. like a Tristan move to me. Uh, 100%. Uh, so, Wendy, uh, I need to clear up a family memory I have that I don't think is accurate, and Brian reminded me of it because he talked about snickerdoodle pie crust, okay? Okay. Was it you or Misha that made the snickerdoodles all the time when we were growing up? I have never made them in my entire life. It must have been Misha then. Because I, I don't like them. Well, well, oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's hilarious. Because I remember I liked them, but also my memory is that one of the sisters, it was definitely not Tara, was making snickerdoodles all the time. And, I, and the other day when I was thinking about these cookies, because I can't have them anymore, and I was thinking, oh, I think that's Wendy who made those all the time. I wonder if she still makes those. And then I went, maybe it wasn't Wendy. Anyway, I was going to ask Misha even, and then Brian reminded me to ask, and so now I know. You never made them, and you hated them. Boy, I had that wrong, didn't I? I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'd am i be desperate for some sugar, and I would eat them, but I don't I don't love them. Um, I did not cook on a regular basis till I was like 24. Six. So yeah. Any cooking memories don't have me in them. Sure. So. <laughs> cooking for Wendy was opening the bag of Haribo um, <laughs> gummy <laughs> bears and then eating them. Yeah. That was all. She she was a candy person growing up. That was just you. For sure. That's plenty of energy. It was fine. It was fine. Uh, well, for those who are just tuning in for the first time ever, which seems weird, but if you are, and that's fine, if you are, that'd be great. Uh, we do this on Thursdays. It's called Therapy Thursday. Wendy comes on the show. She's an actual therapist and helps people all the time. She's also my sister for full disclosure, which really shouldn't matter because we don't talk about stuff that, you know. Doesn't matter. Anyway, buy uh, his book. That's yeah, your there you go. Uh, so uh, having you here is always fun. We always get to talk about uh, sometimes hard stuff, sometimes helping people in specific ways. This week, we're going to talk a little bit about money, and how it affects how we see ourselves, our self identity, or uh, even the reverse of that. So first of all, I want to uh, start with something on the instagram whoa so if, any, we, if anyone is we, available to are we doing it for the gram look, hold on i'll pull it up is it your <laughs> is it your instagram? instagram okay and go to kids are the worst instagram. uh she's a local salt lake lady and she's very funny anyway and i would like you to go to her post it's like three back so you see a little grinch face and there's some typing and then it's a Snoopy snow cone machine. Okay. Did we see it? I'm looking. Hold on, I'm still, I'm still getting there. Snoopy snow cone. Log in. Uh, uh, was not logged into the gram. I'm on the web page. Um, okay, so I see the car with all the snow in it. Oh, I see the Snoopy snow cone machine. Did you see the Snoopy snow cone. Okay. I don't yes. see it. Why don't I see it? Where is it? How far down is it? Top right corner. It's uh, top right so corner. If, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm corner. sorry. I, when you said third down, I was looking third row. Okay, I'm on it. I third, see it now. Third row. Okay. So it says this will be the 35th year in a row. I don't get the Snoopy snow cone machine, but who's counting? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you, okay. So I saw this and had like a such an interesting reaction because that was like the dream gift <laughs> the desired present yeah yeah 
Yeah, she and I must be the exact same age or something. I don't know. But um, I also never received the Snoopy snow cone. But I just remember that being like the thing, the it. I mean, it was five minutes of being the it. But just, mm -hmm. first of all, I love sugar, obviously. So if I could make my own snow cones, that would have been That's right. Incredible. I don't remember this at all. Yeah, because you're older thing. and you would not have cared about a snow cone machine. I mean, Wait, you don't remember you don't remember this being a thing, Scott? No, here's the here's the reason. I would have loved something like this. Uh, sorry, back that truck up. I'd love it today. Like right yeah. now. I I can't eat that kind of sugar now. Especially but, right now. Yeah. But I but I would have I would have totally been down for this. This idea of like making your own crap. I used to like that you guys had easy bake ovens and Misha would make me these terrible, warm, fake brownie things. Like I loved that idea that you could do all this, you know, outside of the yeah, kitchen. That sure. Matt and I could go in the backyard and eat chives in the rock garden because mom didn't know that there was something you could eat out there. <laughs> I didn't chives. Uh, we did. It. We did. If we got grounded or kicked out of the house or like get out of the kitchen, we'd go out to the the, the rock garden and eat these chives that were growing out there. Like just yeah, basically the way this it, thing worked. Like so Snoopy the Snoopy on top is like the uh forces the ice down the yes. the mm -hmm. little uh, spinner and then there's a little snow shovel on the right for scooping it out of the out of the hole there. And then uh the snowman I think was filled with the syrup and you squ squeeze the uh the snowman totally. over the snow cone. Hmm. Wow, Brian, were you in my childhood? Because <laughs> this I, I is a great description. Been. Yes. No, yeah, no I had a friend. I had impressive. a friend who had one, and I like you. Like you, I wanted one for myself as well. Yeah, we're not yeah, that okay. old, by the way. You, yeah. I think no. and Wendy but thinks I'm 70, but it's fine. It's the same friend that got a ColecoVision. Oh, <laughs> dang that yeah. friend! I, I know. Damn him! Even there's always one all the time. Yeah. Yep. There's always one, one kid who always got everything. Okay, which leads to the feeling I want to conjure. Oh, okay? all right. So everyone, think of what you, you kind of started down this road. But what was the thing that you wanted at any point? It doesn't have to be just young childhood. It could be adolescence. It could be today. That mm -hmm. you feel like if I had, then everything will be better, or I'll feel better, or I'll. I will I'll look be a better, better person. <laughs> I will just be more successful. It, you know, I'll feel more comfortable, whatever it might be. I want it to be like an object because this is like, yeah. this is like pre-Christmas. We're not going to talk the week before Christmas about this. We're talking about it now. I already because... I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was a, it was a small pinball machine. I want to say it was called Rocket Fire, but it used a real pinball. Oh, Brian. Ooh. And it was like, it was like, uh, you know, maybe that big. I loved that thing. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. It has, like, I'm not talking about the wildfire little handheld no, no, digital no, no, no. pinball. No, it was like that. a medium or it was a wider thing you could put on a table-ish. It was yes. huge. Yes. What was that called? Uh, crossfire cross says the chat that doesn't sound right crossfire was the thing that just constantly shut out balls at the other player <laughs> i don't think it was one of those yeah that wasn't it <laughs> yeah oh uh, i know exactly what you're talking about and i may have had one or maybe matt did some somebody had this maybe it was a friend again i don't remember yeah, what the heck was that i'm looking uh atomic hold on i think i found it Oh, Atomic you... Arcade Electronic Pinball Machine. That's it. This is it. That's it. This is it. I found it. <laughs> put the, okay. put the link in the put chat in the room. Chat. Right. Yeah, so describe that. the feeling. You didn't get it, correct? No. Okay. no, no. Describe, describe what it felt like to not get it, <laughs> to want it, to see someone else get it. Just give me, bring uh, us back. I mean, it was, in, you know, of course, intense jealousy of uh, the friend. I don't think the, I don't think ColecoVision, a uh, snow cone maker, got a 
<clears throat> atomic uh, arcade pinball game. But um, I definitely knew somebody who did, and we'd go over to their house and play it. And so there was obviously the jealousy of that. But then there was just kind of the, you know, I can't really complain about stuff I got as a kid because I, I had an Atari 2600 before any of my friends. I had... Um, yeah, you did all right. My dad brought me a pachinko machine from Japan one time that I still have uh, hanging up in the other side of the basement. So I'm I'm all right with, I mean, I never really felt the disappointment on Christmas of not getting something very specific that I wanted because I still ended up getting great stuff. Right. Okay. But I did, so, you know, you know yeah. what this is reminding me of though, and my, I'm trying to remember where I heard this, but there was something, someone uh, in an interview, I think it was a Howard Stern interview, talked about where the joy of wanting something is sometimes better than the joy of getting it oh, or I the, see. Yeah. the feeling of wanting. something. like, I like, I like to want things. I don't necessarily uh, always enjoy the feeling of getting it as much as the experience of one of desiring. It. It's a little bit, it's sense? a little like the grass is always greener on the other side kind of thing. It's a little bit different, kind of, but, yeah. yeah, which, which is, is a thing and may only exist. I don't know this for a fact, but may only exist if you also are getting enough elsewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, I like wanting, but I got a full meal and a warm bed and all my toys. You know, yeah. like, yeah. so maybe there's an extra version of it that is kind of exciting. But, yeah, I think interesting. so. Yeah. Okay. So, Scott, how about you? Uh, as a kid, it's so funny because now I have no FOMO. I don't care anymore about anything. Like, I don't have any fear of missing out with anything anymore. Like, I'll see something I may be wanting. Like, I really want that new mac pro that starts at six grand and there's no way i can afford it <laughs> sure. but i you know it's i don't have this like intense sense of oh my gosh i gotta have what that person has so if i had to right. go back and right. think about when i did feel that way probably or if i ever felt that way probably when um oh geez what would it have been uh oh uh it's also game related um when i was I think 12 or something like that. I wanted an Intellivision real bad and mom wouldn't budge. And my, uh, was it, who are the, who's the people across the street that we knew the, the, she's died sadly, Sandy. That'd be Hart. the Joneses. Oh, it seems like it would be the Joneses. Yeah. The Joneses Joneses would would yeah. Sandy. Sandy Hart. Hart's son. One of her sons got one and he was about my age. And so I would go over there and we'd play it. And I just wanted one so bad. I just remember thinking <laughs> my life will be complete when I have an Intellivision. I look back now and I'm like, that thing sucked. It was garbage. <laughs> but at the time, okay, well, that take, was it. In, yeah. in both cases, your stories are when you're young, right? Yeah. So I want you yeah. to channel this same wanting. And you, you can claim, Scott, you don't care, but you do have a house and a car. <laughs> no, I mean, I care about keeping my bills up and stuff. I, and I don't, okay, I, but I, that's what I want you to do. I want to translate this into your adult life, this feeling of everything would be better if... And okay. I want you to figure, okay. what is it? Is it a number in your bank account? Is it a, I, th- like, I sometimes in think in terms of monetary, I sometimes stuff. think if my house was paid off, that would be rad. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. the, cause I don't like having debt and we don't have debt anywhere else in our lives. Really. We've worked really hard not to do that. And I would love it if we had no house debt, like if there just was no house payment or, and it's not so much about the payment, just that somebody else holds that over me. I just want to, I just want to be done with it, pay it off. I want to be one of those people that, uh, like Matt, who doesn't owe a dime on his house. 
I would love that. That'd be that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. for me, just just catching up with any credit card debt I've got uh, just would be would would it feels like it would take a huge burden off of my shoulders. Yeah, the weight. Yeah, okay. it's almost yeah, always financial how, when you're older. By the way, it feels like these sorts of well, mm-hmm. it, yeah. because you don't know they're financial when you're younger. Right. You don't know that you have to go buy the Snoopy comb snow. I bet that was like six dollars. Probably oh, cheap. Yeah, I'll bet right, it was probably. like twelve. Yeah. 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 Something cheap. Probably twelve. I mean, that is out of way out of reach right. back then. Holy <laughs> That's so, it. Still want my still want my atomic uh, Tommy Atomic uh, Fireball arcade game. Yeah, you still right. want it. Somebody send it to him. Okay, so here is something interesting. There's a couple research teams in 2008 who were able to to demonstrate that the place we process our social values in our brain, um, the striatum is essentially our reward center. Striatum. Ask your doctor if striatum is right for you. It's right for you. Yeah, exactly. Striatum. Damn near killed him. This is also also where we process um, how we feel about monetary gains. So interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Our social values and our money feelings are right together (laughs) in the same spot. Which explains the whole planet, does it not? I mean, I feel like that explains a lot of things. Um, So, you know, there's a question of, does your self-esteem or your sense of self, how is that related to money, how much money you have, how much you spend, the items that you buy? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, truly, Americans, as a general rule, are hoarders. I don't care if you think you're not. Every one of us has way too much stuff. Even and it, and especially sometimes in poverty, there's even more collecting of things for the security of it. Yeah. But we really have a chronic problem here, and I don't know exactly why. And I don't. I have, we don't have to get into that, but um, I think it's we just have a lot more space. <laughs> like it's just big here, you know. Yeah, we got big, um, big, big, giant swaths of land that we'll never fill. Well, somebody well, told and, me, and more the more is better. It's kind of a mantra: bigger the better, and everything's huge. And yeah. So I think there's there's some dynamics. I don't know if it's still true, there. but for a while there was a stat going around, and I never confirmed it. But yeah, supposedly, if you put everybody in normal like townhome style housing, and you took yeah. every person in the world, all seven billion people, you could fit them all in Texas. They could all live yeah, there. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. something like that. Like it was some crazy yeah. number like that. Not I mean, that it'd be like door to door the whole state, but still. That yeah, is exactly. Alarming. But it would still. It is. It is alarming, and I don't think very. I don't think sustainable, but still, it's a right. you know, statistically Definitely interesting. Don't want to see that right. happening. Um, yeah. And so, but go back to this idea that like our we're rewarded. So think about something you have purchased. Someone has purchased for you where it fires up the reward center of your brain, Mm -hmm. but makes you feel good about your life, um, good about yourself. Maybe you guys are too old and you don't need this anymore and your identity is already established and that's fine. But I I think a lot of uh, people, especially um, the the much aligned millennial group, is that they have worse financial prospects than their parents, the first sort of generation ever. Yeah. Um, to really experience that. And so you take them where they're sort of like their social values, the part that they really, they're much more aware of mm-hmm. probably than any other generation. And then the money thing, it's all together is is a, it's an interesting problem. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's just got me thinking about like, what's that like when you're in the middle of still developing the way you think about yourself and mm-hmm. feel about yourself. So take somebody who has been told 
their whole lives. You can do anything. You can be anything. And then the social values that are constantly being fed to you through the, the gram is traveling and vacationing and nothing but fun and beauty. And, you know, like it's, it's an impossible picture. Mm -hmm. um, and you're supposed to have gotten that because you were told your whole life you could. Right. Um, and so that discrepancy, I think, can be really damaging. So I've been thinking just in general about how our relationships with money can damage us um, and how, you know, some of this is biological. It's I need to eat to survive. I need a shelter to live. And it and it grows from that very basic need because we've decided money, paper means goods and services mm -hmm. and safety and, you know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So. Real quick, do either of you have any examples of where you have either witnessed someone else or in your own life how damaging your relationship with money is or its power over, oh, you know? Oh, yeah, big time. Relationship, okay. Big time. Uh, it was, I mean, you would, have, you would have gone through it as well, though you, you were younger, but um, when dad had basically his crash, his financial crash mm -hmm. in the yeah. 80s, and we went from big house in Royal Lane and a boat and a motorhome and three trips to Lake Powell every year and, you know, all the stuff we were doing uh, with a with his very successful video game slash arcade business uh, took a crash when the entire industry took a crash that year. Everyone always hears about that infamous like 1985 crash that we were right in the center of that. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we lost to the bank everything, the house, the motorhome, the boat. Uh, we went on kind of, you know, local welfare sort of stuff for a while. Um, ate weird food that was canned funny, like, <laughs> you know, just yeah. to get by or whatever. And I remember uh, very distinctly, and we went to uh, Brighton High School, which is interesting because Brighton was thought of as kind of a hoity-toity school, but really it was it was a it was a pretty broad economic mix of people. Yeah. But there was definitely the upper end made it oh, look yeah. like it was pretty rich. It felt very heavy, heavily weighted that direction, even though it wasn't the most people. But isn't that kind of the 1%? That's kind of the whole problem with 1%. So yeah. they were a small group, but it, it felt like they were big and looming large and they kind of commanded everything. But um, I remember personally just in high school getting a lot of judgment from that class and that set. Uh, mm. I remember feeling that from neighbors. Now, you know, I'm perfectly willing to admit that some of that may have been us worried that that's how people would feel. And we kind of built our own little cage. You know what yeah. I mean? That's yeah. possible. But I remember specifically a, a dude who was like a very successful business guy tell dad that, you know, he must not be doing something right in his life. And that's what's wrong with all this. Oh, and he was, it was really brutal. And I remember hearing that. I was so angry and I couldn't do anything as a teenager about it. But I was so mad about that. That same guy lost his business years later and committed suicide, so F that guy. But oh, anyway, wow. uh, yeah, a little bit of karma there. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, I remember that just a general feeling of like judgment and um, people being like, ooh, now we're damaged goods. Like we can't we can't relate to you or talk, talk to you or be around you, whereas before, you know, everybody's happy neighbors and getting along and stuff. Definitely remember that. And I remember it being real, a real bummer. And it's this basis for, I say things like, oh, we try to stay out of debt. Kim and I are slavish about this. I do not want credit card debt. I don't want to be uh, in over my head on a home or a car, any of that stuff ever. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because I have PTSD from dad's business crash. Right. It's why right. it took me I so long to do frog pants full time. It took me longer than it should have for me to finally cut the cord because 
I didn't want to do something that would put me in that place that I'd seen. The family. Yeah. Because it was gnarly and I hated it. I really I really could have used a uh, a scared straight moment like that growing up because <laughs> college was a bad was a bad situation with like, oh, credit card? Awesome. Let's uh let's get the things that you know mm-hmm. that I want and and uh paid for right. it. Certainly right. paid for it. Yeah. Right, because everyone has their own history with mm-hmm. with money and 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 yet we know some things collectively like one of my favorite things to do is when people talk about the lottery is to just like put a wet blanket all over them. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you should read this book about all the people <laughs> who won the lottery. Like it's so, yeah. it is so sad and so devastating for people's lives. Like you want your enemy to win the lottery. That's what you want. But yeah. we, we're so, it, it's so ingrained in us to have, well, first of all, there's certain topics we just don't talk about. And one is money. And I think it's because of this idea that, that so many of us have our own histories with it, our own weirdness about it, our own et cetera. And yet all the time representations of wealth or lack of, of, of resources is out there all the time, right? Like right. clothes. So whatever you're putting on your body, we've all decided we know what that means about you, right? And there's an entire industry that gets to decide how we feel about someone's clothes. Like sometimes I just find it hilarious. Like Supreme cracks me up and my kid loves to talk about it, that you write Supreme on a headband and now it costs $700. <laughs> and, and, and he and his buddy's like, we're going to buy some Supreme underwear. I'm like, perfect. Let's put $50 underwear on your gross butt. Like, what are you doing? Oh, and it's because it, t- it it has that, the social, it's like, it's fake. It's all made up, but there's something about us. Yeah. Maybe it's obviously that our brains are wired the way they are for survival. It really kicks in and says like, hey, your value. And, and there is evidence. People do feel there, there's a, a bump in self-esteem when you buy something you believe gives you social credit. Sure. Right? So I put Supreme on my headband and I walk around school. And even though some people are laughing at me, all I think is they're laughing with me because I'm I'm in the right category. There is a there is a biological response to fitting in. So now we can look back at hilarious things we wore when we were younger, um, and I think it's so funny. Like there were Scott, you may remember this. Do you remember units? <laughs> units. Oh yeah, it was units. Girls' clothes. Yeah, yeah. And they were like belts, and it was all ugly, but whatever. Anyway, it was called units, and there was a store in the mall, and it was like. $30 a shirt. It was unbelievable. And of course, our mother like sewed them. So I had a homemade unit. I remember that. <laughs> I totally remember that. And right. she'd make and so you wear that. So now I think that's hilarious. Yeah. But at the time, it just meant I was poor. Right. right? right. And it meant cool kids were just like, gross. Why is your unit spilt? Yeah. Crooked or whatever, you know. So yeah, that, that was an ugly time. But anyway, so we, we each have our like defining or interesting moments. But there's growing out of those or, or sort of healing sometimes from some of those things. Um, and there's even the reverse. So if you've always had a ton, plenty, mm-hmm. plenty, plenty, spoiled, rotten. I mean, we can, we can, there's a lot of evidence where that is actually really dangerous for mm-hmm. people too. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of, I mean, documented evidence that wealth that is unearned by a particular person can really be a toxic influence in their life. So nobody wins here. Everybody's got some battle. So the idea is to kind of figure out your own. So Mm -hmm. Christmas is a great time. 
if you are a practicing secular Christian (laughs) to buy some Christmas presents. So think about right now. So you two just say, and people in the chat room, I want you to think about what your pattern is at Christmas. Mm -hmm. So it's December 5th today. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're from the Netherlands, I think you're putting stuff in your shoe. I don't know. Anyway, there's some (laughs) holiday today. (laughs) Anyway, so think about what your behavior is typically like. Are you a, oops, I bought too many presents. Are you a, you know, Black Friday deal where you are just buying way more than you would normally? Um, like what's your, what's your jam when it comes to spending? I'm, I'm uh, a mid-month order online, scramble with the knowledge that prime two-day shipping will easily get it here in time for whoever I'm buying it for. (laughs) That's that's about right. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Kim does this stuff like a year in advance because she'll find deals and she'll be like, oh, your mother would love this and we can get it way out of the way. And so that's just in the closet waiting to be wrapped and it's been there for 12 months and we spent less than we would have if we'd have bought it this week. So So I should be clear, Scott, we already know you're not doing any of this. (laughs) (laughs) But you probably need to buy one present for Kim. Yeah, right? no, I do have to get something for Kim. I get, I so always get something for Brian every year. I get something for, you know, some of the people I work with, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, usually, Aww. in Kim's case, I call, I have a conference call with my daughters uh, and sometimes her sisters, Kim's sisters, and I say, hey, what, you know, what's going on? What, what did we think here? Because I'm bad at picking stuff. And they give me <laughs> ideas and hints and things that she's into. Um if I don't already know, sometimes I do, but it's not, it's not that unusual for me not to know. Here's the thing though. I'm terrible at like finding a thing and going, Oh, this is perfect. She'll love this. And just knowing that intrinsically, she's really good at doing that for me, even though I don't need anything. I don't want anything. And I honestly, these, these holidays don't matter to me anymore. It's like, I like the feeling of them. I like, I like the giving, but I don't need a thing yet. Somehow she'll find out Christmas morning. There was a thing I totally will fall in love with and she'll have it ready. So she's very good at this, and I'm kind of terrible at it. So I have to do phone a friend, basically, every time I have to get somebody a gift. And in fact, like, I'm not going to give anything away, but Ibbett's gift this year is partially because Kim found a thing and said, oh, I'll bet Brian would love this. And I went, oh, my oh, gosh, fine. you're right. He will love this. So just so you know, Brian, when you get this thing. But Kim really can. I should a little be thinking bit of, Kim. Yeah, there's some Kim, there's some Kim sauce on it because she had this great idea. But anyway. Awesome. I'm just yeah, bad at is, it. I'm terrible at it. She's very good. She's very good. We all know that. Um, however, let's get to the like, well, so you, there's a certain amount of security, safety, sort of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Like you have shelter and food and, and you have extra bonus stuff of like a career that you really love and mm-hmm. good people around you, you know? Yeah, so, true. you know, you don't really need stuff. And yet there are plenty of people who have some of that and they also like have a real draw towards things or objects and stuff. And so one way to think about this um, is that at least a psychological way of thinking about it is that possessions can actually be a sign of your extended self. So if your car is particular, like you, you kind of over identify with the things or you pick them because they fit the way you feel um, or want to feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that can be harmless and like not a big deal. Like oh, I like the color blue or whatever. But the extreme sort of version of that is I'm only good if I have these things. Um, and so you can look around and, and maybe, you know, you guys are just evolved and there's no problems here and that's great. Um, but I think sometimes it's, 
you know, and, and a little look into it can be really helpful for people because we aren't great at knowing our own proclivities sometimes or our own biases. We're always bad at that. I should be clarify. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, what is, what is actually going on for you? So for example, I think it's interesting in our family, I don't know about math, but I know you and I and Misha, we don't really want things. No. So you take our, our growing up history. We should want things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like we didn't get things and then mm-hmm. we had things and they were all taken away. And so we should be a little more messed up than we probably are with um, craving things, right? Yeah. But I think it's related to kind of the power of it was shifted. And I think our parents handled it in a pretty good way. Yeah. Yes, are all of us terrified of debt? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Which, hey, I don't know if that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, it's, it is interesting how it affects us in the end. But th- thinking in terms of it's an extension of yourself. So right now, if I went into either of your offices, yep. what is on the wall on your desk that is an extension of you, that it is a physical thing, Oh, tons but of, like you feel naked if it wasn't in there. So I my walls are covered oh, in art that I've done, but also there's a Diablo poster, a World of Warcraft poster, um, some things like, I mean, these are obviously bonus life things, but like I love stormtroopers. So I got like 12 stormtroopers back here. I got a, a World of Warcraft Legion box signed by the entire WoW team. Like a lot of stuff that nerds would like. Um and Brian, of course, yeah, but has if nothing I like took nerd. one of those, I took one of those things. I mean, it was mumbo jumbo. I didn't even know what you're talking about. But if I took one of them, <laughs> this is my. By I, the way, that right there, that little interchange, is my entire life with Wendy. I it. I there's totally a lot of there's it. a lot of love, a lot of respect, a lot of great sibling stuff going on. But that right there is the pivot of Wendy and I's relationship. I just want to yeah, put that out there. <laughs> and so, if I took one of those things away from you, and I said to you, like, "Well, I'm just gonna put that in a closet." What does that feel like? Like if you took this, I don't know if you can see it, but if you took this portal gun that I have, this replica here, which I'm big, I'm very fond of um, because check this out. Hold on. This is good radio. Where's the power? There it is. Actually makes a little sound anyway. uh, And the orange one. Anyway, uh, if you took this from me, which I prize and love a lot and said, I'm going to put this in the closet, Uh I would be initially annoyed that you were doing that. Cause I'd be like, why are you doing that? The thing is, if you did it without me knowing and I wasn't paying very close attention, I could probably go 12 years and not notice that my portal mm-hmm. gun was out with all the other stuff. <laughs> right. I will admit right, right. that that's true. Right. But there, are by things- the way, Scott, yeah. Right there. Oh yeah. Look at us. Yeah. We have matching one. <laughs> Mine sits right behind me too. Look, I do have this, which, you know, is, is spiritually shared with Brian. We probably should still figure out how to get one of these made, but, the 2013 oh, yeah. Podcast Awards People's Choice Award for the Morning Stream, this big trophy I got here. I, I'd know this was gone and feel bad that was gone because that's a thing I kind of treasure, <laughs> you know? Your so, Hall of Fame trophy. Yeah. The last, seemingly the last Hall of Fame uh, trophy that the Academy ever doled out because who knows what's going on. Yeah, that, that was weird that I ended up yeah. in that last group. I don't know why that was. But anyway, yeah. that was it. They're like, we gave it to Scott. Freaking hang it up. Shut it down. Yeah, shut it down. <laughs> These things obviously don't mean anything anymore. But I have... <laughs> Kim, Kim. So I was telling the chat room, Kim and I uh, and the kids are trying a thing uh, where it's we call it five out, one in, or one in, five out. And what that is is every week you try to give away 
if it's expensive, put it on eBay. Or if it's a thing you can give to charity, take it to the DI or Goodwill or something. Or if it's a thing I can give to a fan or whatever it is. Five things gone. Only one thing allowed in. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We're not we're smart. Doing pretty yeah. good on, on the it's five good, out good purge. Yeah, we're doing pretty good on the five out. Not so good on the one in. But um, well, I mean, is, doesn't the one in mean buying something? Yes, but it sometimes it's like sometimes it I don't know what like, to count. It seems like that's even better, right? If you're doing the five out and not bringing something new in, that's even better. Right? It, it is better. You're right. But what I mean by that is like sometimes there'll be two or three that are brought in, and it annoys me that we did five and brought in three. But then there are things like. I don't know, a better harness for the dog when I walk her. You can't really count that. I mean, you can, but, you know. Anyway, I don't know if that answers your question, Wendy, or not. But, but that's the yeah, stuff. No, and Brian's, it, Brian's like me, Brian, right? You got nerd crap everywhere, all over that yeah, room. Yeah, it's nerd crap everywhere. If you were to, good luck, if you were to take my giant Tempest machine and shove it in a closet, closet I'd absolutely <laughs> notice it right away. <laughs> Find me and take it back. But, but that is the thing that it's like, that I feel like, you know, uh, it most exemplifies me in the uh, it's the extension uh, in, in, of you a bit. extension of me. As a matter of fact, I think yeah, I'm even wearing I'm even wearing the corresponding T-shirt today. I'm even I'm nice. holding up the tiny one Brian gave me the little Tempest yeah. machine, which I yeah. also so would think notice. about this for a minute. Your social values, your sort of sense of self, correlated to some things, right? Yeah. That are mm-hmm. actually like, you know, if you just pan out to the universe are nothing (laughs) right Right? Right. but for each of us individually we have this stuff some of it is forged in painful childhood Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. some of it's just like we like it and it's fine and there's extreme versions of this and i think that's why we have some people on earth who do some really bad things Mm -hmm. because of their connection to money and success and ego you know yeah So keep being good people. I won't come steal your nerd stuff. I apologize, but I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I'm glad you're you, and I'm happy to be me. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so I want to close with sort of this uh, idea of a way to think maybe a little bit differently about money. Wait, before you finish this out, I want to yeah. say this. I think it brought, this is my opinion, I think it brought balance to the Johnson ha- f- family that I went that way and you went the other way. That you were That you were very left brainy, higher learning, you know, that direction. And I went nerd boy, I think brought balance to the, <laughs> to the household. To the force. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> right. there, cause I think if I'd have been like Wendy, it would have been weirdly competitive. I think if Wendy would have been like me, it just would have been weird. I don't even know what that even looks like. So yeah, I like I, it. I like the diversity. I think it made for a more interesting growing up a more, um, it makes us more interesting now as a, as a as a sibling pair, as a dynamic, yeah, as so, a duo, yes, and it helps me in raising my children. Yeah, your so. weird creative children are benefiting from your weird creative brother and their weird creative uncle, so that we can make sense of the weird and the creative. It's good. It's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Well, yeah, and also a bit of the like, you be you, because it was always allowed for you to be you. Yeah, and you were a weirdo. I was and a weirdo. I was I allowed know. to be me. And. Yeah. I I I maybe looked good on paper, but I was still like probably a pain. You yeah, know what I mean? Still eating I did a, toilet a, paper a lot. She was still eating <laughs> five thousand Smarties a day. So you know. <laughs> Seriously, anyway. I was so malnourished. Okay, so <laughs> let's go to this final idea. So I w- okay. I want people to and and really more than anything, of course, because each individual. If I sat down with you and said, let's let's go into your money history. 
there's going to be really interesting things. Like if you're going to do a little self-analysis, ask yourself where you are in birth order in your family. Talk about your parents' relationship with money, how they as a couple fought or didn't fight about money, what you knew. I mean, you could, you know, there's all sorts of angles to take. So you can really break this down to like, what is the deal? Mm -hmm. Because I can guess that 90% of people don't think they have enough in the bank. And 90% mm -hmm. of people, it, I don't know, maybe it's 99. Because that needle always will move because it's not about any numbers. Mm -hmm. It's about this dynamic sort of, well, the relationship with money and w what that actually is. And half the time, we don't know. We mm -hmm. just don't talk about yeah. it. We mm -hmm. don't deal with it. And then we just find ourselves in the same place. So I want to just switch how we think about money. And one second, it'll be so easy. So I want everyone to think about money as something neutral. Because right now we think of it as it's either full of shame. Like think of the power it has. You are bad because of it. You are not good enough. Mm -hmm. The Your neighbors and friends, like, you know, our parents' experience of like, they were literally discounted as people because they lost money. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what? That's insane. So money has all this stuff laid on it. We have, it's the biggest projection screen I think we have on earth is financial stuff. So instead of it being that, what if we pictured it as something neutral like electricity? Okay. So electricity is good for some things and it's really bad for other things. Right? <laughs> it's like bad don't for get in the bathtub yeah, with electricity. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. Don't right. drop yes. your hair dryer in the tub. Don't pee on the electric fence. Yeah, don't fence, do that. that, don't do that. The electric fence, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's necessary for some things, and then it's absolutely the wrong thing to be using for a, another thing because it's just a thing. It's a neutral uh, concept here. Right. And, and so if you are in a, like I'm in serious trouble, well then go get help with the serious trouble with finances. But and, and your relationship with money. Like if you're not talking to anyone because of money right now, I'm putting you in that category. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like if you mm -hmm. have ended a relationship because of money, then you're on that side of the spectrum. This is more of the rest of us who are like, oops, I spent too much or shoot, I got to pay my credit card bill or, you know, whatever. Right. Um, so if we can think about it as electricity or another more appropriate word, it's just energy. Right. So... If I, if you stopped using the word money and you use the word energy, you would say things like, do I have enough energy for this? Well, what if I do want to use the word cheddar? I want to say cheddar. Okay. Yeah. Cheddar, that's energy, energy feels like I'm playing a video game. Dang it. I want to shoot. I want to go for the boss, but I don't have enough energy. <laughs> I don't have enough energy. Yeah. Can I save up my energy? Yes. <laughs> right. But if you think of it as like, it's this sort of, uh, you know, what, what am I spending my energy on or my money or my life? And it really is true, right? Okay, so mm -hmm. take how much you make an hour, take all your taxes out, take all your bills out. How much an hour do you have to spend mm. on mm. what? And so when you start to think about how much energy do I have to spend on this new whatever? And the, the question is, oh, you know what? I will find so much joy in that. So it's worth hundred hours of my energy. That's interesting. Whatever. That's a weird game. It's almost gamifying it a little bit. It's, mm -hmm. it's treating it like a resource. Yeah. And really what I want to take it away from, because this is the part I understand best, is that the shame that comes with it turns into toxicity or damage, mm. right? So um, mom and I have been having some conversations about her death, which is like another topic no one wants to talk about. Wow, yeah. Um, but I read, oh, yeah, I, I told you guys about, about the book, being Mortal mm -hmm. by Atul Gawande. You should all read it and go talk to your parents about death. 
um, it, it was really fascinating and it got us really talking and she's just, she's ready. She's got all sorts of things she's thought through. And I'm like, all right, the final thing is you plan your funeral and pick what you want to wear in the casket and talk to me about who you want to do your hair because I can't do it. You know? So mm -hmm. we we were getting really detailed about it and you know, it was, it was fascinating to talk about. And she said, you know, one thing I'm really scared about is what happens when I die. You guys all don't want my bill collection right now. But mm. the minute somebody dies, suddenly objects have even more meaning, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then people get weird. And I'm like, mom, none of us have ever asked for a dime from you. None of us want things. This is not going to be a problem. She's just like, yeah. Yeah, you say that. She says that but because she, her sisters and her and her did it. Did it. Yes. And and, yeah. and yes. the thing is they would have but they showed signs of this before that. So Of course. And I really she, am not worried about us, but she's not wrong in that we all think we got it covered. Right. Until somebody dies and there's a will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um have you guys seen Knives Out by chance? Yes, I yes. we lo both loved it. It's so great. So yeah, Adam yeah. and I snuck out and saw that. I loved it. I actually have a theory. Now yeah. that I know you've seen that, I need to send you a text later. I have a theory I want to share with you. But I won't okay. say it on the air, it'll give things away. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. it's it's it really is fantastic. But that is an exact <laughs> hilarious version of this idea, right? And it's because maybe we're not fully that there is no other moment like a death where our real motives, our real feelings, our real baggage, our real shame or whatever. And so it's often really other words like love or mm -hmm. acceptance or they liked you better than me or, you know. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're all contaminated by this thing um, a little bit. So everyone do a little work on this and see what happens. If, if it changes some of your behavior, if you feel a little more free, maybe you're like, I need to call someone, this is bad, you know, mm -hmm. but I feel like unchecked because it's a topic we don't discuss. Like death, we just don't talk about it. And so none of us are real great at our own problem yeah. with it, if that makes sense. I think it makes perfect sense, and I uh, I totally agree with it. And I like this idea of thinking of it as a – because, it, it, I mean, truly it is a finite resource, right? Like it's it yeah. literally is, yeah. but I don't think of it in terms of like here's a meter of right. energy. Like I really like that concept. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. And taking the, the 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 word money out of it kind of takes away the power that we have yes. that we associate with that word money. Yeah. Yes. I and agree. that's why debt, if you think of what's the feeling in regards to energy about debt? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's and, like a weight, like a suck. Mm -hmm. like yeah. A it is a suck. Ugh. And if you think about that, rather than, oh, I'm going to ignore that and I'll deal with it later, and you actually think like, nah, this is sucking my energy, mm -hmm. right. then it feels motivationally maybe a little different. Sure. Or... And one of the best things we can do absolutely for our mental health and for our financial health, because we have lots of evidence of this too, and for a, our general sort of sickness with money is to give some of it away. Right. Like unattach yourself, hand it over, even if it's not much. You can give a dollar to a beggar. You can put a quarter neatly on a park bench. You can, <laughs> you can donate big. You can help another family. Like there's so many versions of this, but mm -hmm. to, it isn't simply like, oh, it just makes you happier. Yes, you'll get a little dopamine and feel good and you'll like the world a little more. But it also starts to train you in a way that is detaching from all the power that money has had over you. Right. So on a regular basis, it really is a very powerful thing. So I'll throw that out for fun homework. Nice. Do your homework, everybody. We'll have a test tomorrow. No, no, no. Test tomorrow. None of that's true. 
But uh, I have a thing I have to ask everyone for oh, help with. All right, okay. Do, yeah. do your ending oh. and then say, what do you want to pick? Okay, pay? here's my ending. Oh. Wendy's great, and she's at uh, on Instagram also. Uh, she doesn't have the followership that weird lady does with the kid thing, but you can still follow her over there at uh, Wendy <laughs> Dunford. She's also uh, at uh, therapythursdays.com, and uh, you can find her at Therapy Thursdays on Twitter. All right, now your chance. What do you got? What are you going to tell us about? So I need help. Okay. Um, I cannot tell, I can't even describe the paralysis that I feel about this and I shouldn't. It's so stupid. Okay. So we grew up with dogs, right? We, we sure had, did. We had rat dogs that mated with other rat dogs accidentally and had rat puppies and it was a blast and they were so cute and it was so fun and I loved it. And that's all I'm used to. Yeah. Um, and my kids, I'm getting them a dog for Christmas. Yeah. Nice. And here's the thing. It'll, it's been 20 be years. Uh-huh. I haven't had a dog for 20 years. That's sad. I know. And I love, I love dogs. I mean, it's like, this isn't the, the problem is not, lo- not loving dogs or wanting one. Do, I do. Oh my gosh. Someone's calling me and stopping. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I love dogs. Yeah. I don't know how to buy one. And oh. here's the thing. Everyone's, I want a rescue dog. I want to do the right thing. I want like, I don't know, but I don't know if I could take a dog with like one leg and like one eye. Like I'm finding it harder to. Well, you know my dogs, right? You know Rainer and Boomer. Yeah. They're both beautiful, wonderful dogs. One is even just a barely a, she's just one step away from a pure breed dog anyway. They're both rescues. So it's not like you go to the rescue place and it's all one eyed, one leg, you know, three legged dogs there. (laughs) It's a lot. A lot of times it's like, I mean, that's where uh, Taylor found uh, Izzy, the pit bull, that dog, even though they go for like, Two grand when they're not rescues yeah, was a rescue. I don't want to. Speaking of money, I don't want to spend any. I mean, I know you have to. I know I you want have a free to. dog. Is it possible to get a free dog? Yes, that's lovable. Yes. So I assume I don't know how it is in the winter. This is going to be the tricky part because you guys are nice and cold now. But here, yeah. it, it drive down any road that has a Walmart, and there is almost always some family out in front of the Walmart with a box of puppies. Mm. Um, oh yeah all the time kittens too uh it's just a great way for people to have a litter and and they'll give them away sometimes they're selling them but most of the time they're giving them away it's a way i wouldn't say it's a great way to get rid of dogs but it's a way it's one way of doing it is what i'm saying and you might be able to find that if you're looking for it and that in my mind is as a kind of rescue because those people are idiots and you probably want to just take the dog you're off rescuing their hands. it from them i yeah. know and i want to do it the right way and i know everyone has so many opinions but i have to tell you something funny so i go on craigslist thinking that's an option to just see dogs and i haven't been on craigslist in 100 years i don't even know really yeah. and i'm looking at all these cute little puppies and instead of like favoriting them so i can see them later i just flagged them all <laughs> you flagged them <laughs> flagged them as like and what? what is like offensive and then, yeah, so then the next day I go back to show Adam and I go, I flagged a bunch, but they're all gone. And he's like, and it's because you're not allowed to sell a dog on Craigslist. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and you yeah. were marking them so yeah. that the Craigslist people could see, oh, these are being listed and they don't, they don't belong know. here. That's I'm amazing. seriously failing. Left and right, I'm failing at this. So I have a favor to ask. If someone could send me an email... And just take five minutes of your, you are a dog loving, good human. Mm. Just write me like do's and don'ts and like how to do. I feel like I am because my, I mean, my kid wants a Pomeranian. No, I can't have like a toy fluffy dog. I don't know what to do. I just need a hearty, healthy, kid friendly. I I love this. See, this is a great lesson. And this is a great lesson in another thing. And that is that 
Wendy is a relationship expert, someone who can fix, help you fix your 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 problem. You've got PTSD, or you you've got you know you're you're living with someone with bipolar. How can I do it and and not go crazy? She can fix all of those things. Really hard life issues, but she, dogs they're so hard. They're so hard. These you know dogs. what? No, you nailed it. It's because I'm a relationship person. I I need to love that dog. And how do I love a dog? I just see their picture or like I don't get it. You I don't can, get how I fall him. in love with a dog. You can fo- totally to fall in love with the dog. In fact, it'll happen right away, and you'll end up like me and Rainer, where I will be devastated when Rainer's gone. Like I am so mm. in love. So with how'd my you dog. get Rainer? Did she just cross the room and you both embraced? Like, no, she uh, a couple people sitting outside with a cardboard box at the Walmart. <laughs> Well, you're not far from the truth on that one. It was, um, she actually cost money, but it was somebody who was at one of those places selling, oh, really? uh, selling puppies. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, that's the, that's boom. That's how Boomer got here. Never mind. Sorry. Back it up. Rainer was at a, at a, at a rescue yeah. place. Okay. She had kennel cough. She was, um, super scared of everything. She was being abused by whoever owners were before the place got her. Uh, they cut her tail wrong. Like she was in a miserable shape, but she was just so sweet. And it was actually Kim who found her and went, "Oh my gosh, I think we maybe have to get this dog." And then they brought her home, and I said, "Hey, I thought we weren't getting another dog." And two minutes later, was like, "I'm never letting this dog go." <laughs> so I need Kim to come here and get me a dog. Yes, is what you're saying. that's what I'm saying. Fly her out to Minnesota. Done. Solved. Oh, problem okay. solved. Yeah. No, I don't. Wendy at therapythursdays.com. Somebody email me how to get a dog. Yeah, please. I think we have a lot of dog lovers and experts in the in the uh, audience. They will friendly rescue. I mean, you'll pay, but at least you're getting a dog that, you know, might get abandoned, euthanized or whatever. But Totally. And I'm happy to do that. I just yeah. I, I, I just feel overwhelmed. And so I think, give me a free one that's just accidentally mated with my dog <laughs> that's how because this is how you yeah this is what you know because we were trashy up. people i don't know we I, weren't trashy we just we just let the dog bit. out a, a lot bit. you remember that time i had to chase uh daisy or what was it daisy no sugar sugar Coca. no muffin. coke muffin i had to change we misha named all our dogs okay? no wonder scott had such a hard time getting off the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a problem. In yeah, we have a problem. But we ran. I had to run up in the hills, get Muffin, found her already mating with this male dog. And as we know, when that happens, the male can't get out of there very easy, right? It's a biological thing. <laughs> so I was shaking. Too. I was shaking Muffin up and down, trying to loosen this dog because Dab was going to kill me. <laughs> and she got pregnant anyway. She's yelping. Yeah, she was upset. Was and the other dog was like, "This is great. He's just chilling." He had no problem with it. <laughs> anyway, somebody email Wendy. Therapy Thursdays. Yes, no, please. Wendy at therapy. What is it? Ther- Wendy at there. Wendy with an I. W E N D I at therapythursdays.com. Wendy yeah. with an I, like a like a like a hooker or a stripper. That's the version of oh, Wendy we're looking for. Geez. Well, no, it is. It or is. A Barbie Wendy. or a Barbie. Or a Barbie. Okay, or a Barbie. I'm sorry. It's, it doesn't have to be a stripper. <laughs> uh Wendy, uh, thanks. It's been great. We'll be back next week with more of Wendy Dunford. Thanks for your time. Okay, Goodbye. Bye. Such a dork. Okay. She is. Somebody with, a, with an eye. Yes. A dork <laughs> with an eye. A dirk. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm going to uh, play this call now because uh, it's old. Yeah. I'm, I'm playing it for a couple of reasons. It's very oh. old and I don't remember the conversation. And it's also Kevin, who we don't hear from enough. And so I want to play his call and then Brian will help me uh, decipher what happened. Oh, all right? I love this. Okay, great. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Hey, Scott, Brian. Uh, uh, just wanted to call real quick. I was listening to your show uh, from yesterday. You got some sort of uh, powdery drink mix 
or something, but it's not sealed up. Uh, I I cringed when you said that. Please don't eat that. That sounds terrible. Uh, you know, if somebody wanted to, God forbid, do anything terrible, uh, it wouldn't be hard. I'm sure the best intentions and all, uh, and I say this selfishly, I have a long commute. And uh, I don't want to go through the hassle of having to find uh, a couple new podcasters uh, to listen to. So please, please don't eat it. Okay, thanks. Bye. All right. Oh. Do you remember that? What was that? Where we somebody had sent us like a hot cocoa mix or something that they had made themselves. It was around Christmas time, I want to say. Okay. And they'd sent us a hot cocoa mix that they had made themselves for mixing cocoa powder and special sugar and cinnamon, maybe or whatever. And. Uh, um, no memory of this and, and we talked about it on the show and i think we even talked jokingly saying i don't know should we drink this this is dangerous somebody could kill us and i think that's when we must have gotten that did we do that, it uh, did we drink it yeah, yeah we totally did okay yeah. all right well, listen yeah we you know people can buy something that can make another thing look like it's packaged at a <laughs> packaging facility i could go to amazon right now and get a uh, a sealer that makes it look like some box of coffee is, uh, you know, has been sealed. A sticker that holds the glass thing together, whatever. Sure, sure. Um, so if somebody wants to kill us, there's many, many, many ways they could already kill us. Those Oreo things, you can pull up that flap, that flap that makes it look like it's never been opened. Yeah. Just enough to inject something into the cream filling of one of those Oreos. Oh, yeah, that's There's true. plenty of ways. That's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. You could tamper with everything. A little a little straw and some uh anthrax right there, right into in all the Oreos. Wow, this is uh this is great this is great. I mean I, I hope I'm not giving any of the ideas. <laughs> I mean But anyway, yeah. uh I'm not you know, I trust our listeners. I, I uh except for that one dude who tried to give us yogurt yogurt soda. Yeah, remember that? Never trust that guy. Guy again yeah. yeah never trust that guy don't work with him don't uh nope yogurt so good so don't don't have him edit things for you or any of that he stuff. just he basically gave us spoiled yogurt soda that should have been refrigerated i think yeah and tom got a bottle that hadn't spoiled yeah. and we got a bottle that was like open in the supermarket and put back and not yeah refrigerated ours was bad and in tom's case he looks like a hero because everyone thinks his is bad too right. but he oh, downs the whole thing i'm the t i'm the tough guy because i drank all the yogurt soda no you just drank yogurt soda that wasn't spoiled dude do you remember that year he, Tom. he washed down a chocolate donut one of wendy's actually he she brought dipped, he dipped a dunford donut into clamato yeah, yeah clamato and then drank the rest of the clamato and then drank the clamato gross yeah clamato yeah. alone is enough to be gross. Put that with a cakey Agreed. chocolate donut. Do what the frick? TVZ Gun has a photo of the soda yogurt. Yeah, he has a photo. Which of it looks everything. like it looks like the the name is uh, Sad AF. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it does. Like sad as. <laughs> yeah, it's about right. Sad <laughs> I AF. Think it is. Yeah. Gazus yogurt. So yo yeah, soda yogurt. Ugh. It's t terrible. Yeah, I wanted to die, and you can look how bad it is in the top of that. Look at that. Yeah, the fact that there's chunks stuck to the top of the plastic. Foul, dude. Yeah, we were. That could have been the thing that killed TMS right there. Yeah. The yogurt soda. You guys are lucky we're even still here. Look at that thing. Exactly. Nasty. Yeah. Celebrate, celebrate that luck with a Patreon donation. Yeah, let us, <laughs> uh, let us, uh, yeah, head on over there right now. Patreon.com/tms. Yes. Let us know how TMS. glad you are that we didn't die from drinking yogurt soda with a Patreon. Donation. That's right. Get over there. Patreon.com/tms. Let us know how much you love us. If you love us at all. Oh, that'd be a great, great way to show it. Oh, look at some of these 2014 shots. These are great. Oh, I should have let me go back to that link. Oh. 2014, man. Wow. That's when April had long hair. 
It was like oh, yesterday. Viking lass. Yep. Oh, there are the two. There's our two uh, ladies. Look at that big sweaty lobby. Yeah. Uh, filled with filled with nerds. Yep. There's uh oh there's you signing some stuff. Oh Ju yeah, there's the double clicks. That's Justin. That we had the double clicks perform. Justin's wicked beard that year. For some reason, there's Joey and a guy with no shirt on. That's what you want. Oh, that's I know why he was doing a wrestling slap yeah, on. Uh, he was exactly. Ice Worm. He he whacked uh, Ice Worm in the chest with that same wrestling sl uh, slap. Yep. Here's the pick, chat. Look at this thing. There's Ice Worm, old Ice Worm, getting smacked by Joey. Oh, there it is, right there. Yes. Yep. It's quite a quite a scene. <laughs> it's quite a scene. Uh. Anyway. That makes me kind of miss it. Should Look at that. Look at that shot with like uh, Veronica, uh, Tom, uh, Matt Cast, uh, Adam is back there. Uh, I can't tell if that's Mark or Patrick. Uh, I guess it's a scarf, so it must be Patrick. Yep. That looks that looks right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Patrick is totally there. Ashley. Yep. There's yeah. Ashley. There's... That must have been the, the lounge, the, uh, the relax lounge. There's me about 30 pounds ago. Holy skinny Scott. Yep. With, standing with jury there? Yep. Got thin Look I at that shot. Jeez Louise, yep. dude. Skinny. I need to get what back happened? there. It's been it's hard to get back there. Joey and Jocelyn. Yeah. There's a uh, Oh my gosh. I, I don't year, even look like the, the year that she uh <laughs> she she uh, like she didn't hear Tina at all. Like Tina kept complimenting her saying stuff oh, and right. And she wouldn't respond at all and then finally I said, "Oh, I like your nails." "Oh, thank you." Oh, <laughs> like, that's right. I remember my, that now. You know, right next to me said the exact same thing and uh <laughs> See, there I am standing next to Jury. I look like a a weed. Like a rail, skinny as a rail. And look at he that. is so tiny next to me. That's yeah. weird. Oh, there's a season 1 ANTP winner Amy Frost. Uh, I got to get that weight back down. I'll do like I did last time. Oh, I just no, starved no, no, myself. That's not Amy. That's somebody else. I just starved myself. That's how I did it, Brian. Yeah, that's how you do it. I just exactly. stopped eating. So maybe I'll do that again. Uh, <laughs> Jerry looks so small. He looks like I can pick him up and eat him. Does. Viking Lass looks like she's got a Splenda packet stuck to the bottom of her shoe. Like you do. Yeah, like you yeah, do. Like you do. Oh, Scott Fletcher. I miss Scott Fletcher. I do too. You know, we should do something where we all get together in some place. I agree. What we should all do at the same time all, all together. We should do is we should work on getting um, Fle uh, in March. We should talk to Fletcher. Get him out there. Yeah, we should. We should. Well, anyway. we got we got him out. We just need to we need to get him out for a good reason. Yeah, that yeah. was the that was the trick last time. Yeah, he's a, he's he's no messing around. That guy. We gotta. That's right. Oh, this was that was the the year Tristan and Simon both came. Yeah, because I see them uh, helping organize all the. Uh, yeah, they CDs came a couple years signing. in a row, didn't they? Twenty fifteen also. No, just one, just one year. Oh, okay. I thought they were both there in twenty fifteen. No. Well. No. Uh, it deserves. Oh, well, no, no. I mean, they were both there in twenty fourteen, but they didn't come together in any other year. Yeah, Every and I other thought, year was just. I thought they did the next year for some reason. Uh, uh no. Uh, yeah, it says here. Tesorial says, "Have you considered another diverticulitis flare-up that got you down last time?" No, she's, she's right. <laughs> Have you considered it? <laughs> she's right. That is what got me down. Yeah. Oh uh, well. I don't know. I feel too good these days. It's hard for me to stop eating, but I am way down now. I've lost seventeen pounds. I'm getting there. That's awesome, dude. Very good. But I'm pretty eviscerated in that picture. Anyway. I'm excited um, to see how I do. I feel like I've been uh, doing really well this week, so I'm excited to see what happens at my weigh-in tomorrow. Is it, are you still going to see Justine Bateman, or is she not there anymore? No, I don't go to the that, the Justine anymore, because I, um, I go to the one that opens at 6.45 a.m., so I can just get it out of the way mm. and then have breakfast, because 
I, I don't eat before my weigh-in. That would be silly. I think ridiculous. She, I bet she misses you, dude. I bet she does. Justine yeah. Bateman. Yeah, Yeah, because I went there uh, when there was a Friday. I couldn't make it. I went to their place on Thursday, and they're like, oh, we thought you might have uh, quit Weight Watchers. And like, mm. no, I just go to a different place on a different day. <laughs> we bet that you'd given up. That's not exactly. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they see a lot of that, especially like March, April. <laughs> like, you know, after everybody's uh, 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 resolutions have stopped uh, prompting them. Yep. You're right. Uh, all right. Hey, a quick reminder and then we're out of here. Okay. The 27th of the month, we're doing patron, uh, patron play date. It's a new idea we had that was inspired by our charity run where you guys uh, come and play more games with us. And we're going to do this on that Friday, it's 27th, it's between the holidays. A lot of you should have time off, so it might be fun to come mm-hmm. join us for that. It'll be three hours long. It'll be in place of a TMSPM. And um, I'm thinking about maybe even recording the audio just for the feed, just for fun. Like somebody somewhere is going to like that. It might we'll, as well. I mean, it doesn't hurt anything to record it. I no. don't know if anyone's going to listen to it without the visuals, but never mind. I mean, I used to... I, the reason I think this might work is I, I used to listen to a show that was purely video, but I liked the audio better. And I also used to record Letterman at night and then take it with me to school the next day and listen to it on an audio tape. Yeah. So somebody yeah, somewhere that's... likes that stuff. I don't know who. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, but, and, uh, and if you have the audio from the game, they hear the questions. If it's like a, a question thing. They just don't see the drawings if we're doing... Uh, oh, exactly. Thing. Good point. Yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll hear everything. Um, so... That's the plan. The twenty seventh, we're gonna let patrons uh, they get they get first dibs basically, and if you join now or just even just ahead of the event, uh, that's enough to get you in. So you know what? What I'll do is I'll do a little sign up form thing, and so we'll have a list of of uh, or I'll give you a link to it that you can put on the Patreon page. Okay. Of a little sign up form, and um, and then that way we can make sure that it's uh, uh, patrons. Oh, good idea. Um, we'll do a post on Patreon first. that's just for them. Yeah. That they can exactly. only see. That's a good idea. Yeah, so mm-hmm. anyway, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, see, there you go. The blind sight, it doesn't need the visuals. Is that because you're blind? <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, there's a th- point oh, there. That, yeah, is that, I think that's William, isn't it? Is it? Well, we've got blind listeners, William included. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. You know what? That's what we're doing as a service to our non-sighted listeners. Okay? There you go. All right. Uh, Patreon.com slash TMS is where that is. You can find everything else at frogpants.com slash TMS. Let's get out of here. You got a little music for us before we go. Quick little request going out here uh, from Richard Tater, uh, a.k.a. Dick Tater. Uh, He says, hey, howdy, Santa and Blitzen. I was wondering if you might play tune off my new CD or my new EP, Happy Christmas, by Dick Tater and the Tots, available on all major streaming services and for free on cdbaby.com. So if you want to go support them, go to one of those other places. If you can't afford to support them, go to cdbaby.com and look for Dick Tater. It's Amazing just like thing- band name, by the way. I love it. It is. Dictator and the Tots. Yeah. I love it. Uh, this is uh, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Um, I'd like to point out that the last request I made for, was for a cover that never made it onto the show because, in all caps, I didn't. Oh, hold on. Let's do it this way. I didn't follow the rules. <laughs> do we take please, your it, submissions when you do that? Oops. No, right. no, no, no. Please insert public shaming and a PSA about how to properly request a cover song. Listen, if you want to make a request, you go to, um, it, what is it? It's tinyurl.com slash TMS request. I can't, I can never remember if it's. It's just, you know on, what the easy you. thing to do? That same link we gave everybody. Oh, you have a link. Yeah. yeah Frog, on your, on go to frogpants.com slash TMS, and it's right there. Big fat letter says, click here to request a song. It'll take That's you. Right. It'll hook you up. You'll be all good. 
that's a good way to do it. But yeah, yeah tinyurl.tms requests is uh, is another way to do it if you if you uh, for whatever reason if you have the ability to email but you don't have the ability to go to a website. <laughs> I don't I don't know how that works, but uh, anyway, yeah, it's a tiny, real it's a struggle, man. It's a struggle. I guess they're both struggle. websites, so you just want to go to one, you don't want to go to the other. Yeah. Uh, stubbed my toe, bro. Signed Richard Tater, Tater, and he says, "Is it too early to test the ship's phasers?" No. Uh, but it might take a second. Let's see. Hold on a second. I'm not ready. Okay. Here we go. Test the ship's phaser. phasers. Oh, hold on. This is to test. There it is. Let's test the ship's phasers. There it is. <laughs> Found it. Phasers. <laughs> I love it. I love that one. It's so good. Let's test the ship's phasers. Yep. All right. Uh, this is from the brand new Happy Christmas EP available at uh, cdbaby.com and all the streaming services. It's Dictator and the Tots, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Wonderful. We'll be back tomorrow with a TMS PM in the afternoon. Uh, that'll be 3.30 Mountain Time. Come see us then. Hark the Herald Angels Sing. show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com they both last a long time is that true <laughs>